0: What the f- happened last night? You find out the morning after. Let's do this thing. During are in Porn Central here in Miami, baby.
1: All right, let's roll. The morning after has begun. I am Gabriel Morency, midtown of Manhattan, New York City. Joe and Harry is in Miami, Florida. A lot of stuff to uh, to pick up uh, the pieces. Uh, here, a lot of stuff uh, to get to. Of course, the NBA playoffs continue and uh, maybe maybe have changed. Um, maybe have changed uh, in a big, big, uh, big-time uh, way uh, right now, moving forward with Kevin Durant's uh, injury right now. You know, Steve Kerr says, I could play around and tell you that he's doubtful, but he's not playing, um, which means that he's probably playing. Uh, but uh, all kidding aside, that's why we play the game, Joe. Yeah, That's Mm -hmm. what they said. That's why they play the game. And a lot of things can happen over the course of a two-month run in the NBA during the playoffs. And if there's one guy, if there's one guy right now that the Golden State Warriors could not afford to lose, it is Kevin Durant. I've always said Draymond Green's the glue of that team. But Draymond's not Draymond anymore, really, even though he's been playing well in the series. We'll give him credit. He stepped up. He's been stepping up. Uh, but like you know, honestly, like if Curry was out for a game or two, it's like all right, okay, we could deal with this. But Kevin Durant pretty much is the Golden State Warriors uh, right now. The question is, Joe, can the Houston Rockets do anything about it? And I'm not so sure they can.
2: Yeah, well, they certainly didn't last night. And and I, you know, if if it was anybody else other than th- this core of people who did it way before Kevin Durant had a uh, had a jersey on, I, I loved the response from those guys last night when he went out I mean you know Clay Thompson had gone MIA again and Steph had not been hitting shots and then all of a sudden it was you know that was the motivation I guess that they when we, when were these guys going to get motivated and when were they going to turn it on well they certainly turned it on when he left that game last night so I wouldn't expect anything less from these guys I'd be more worried if it was the Greek freak I'd be a little bit more worried. The Greek freak went down briefly for a second uh, last
1: night. I'm sure Mm. Milwaukee Buck fans were uh, holding their breath deeply, uh, but uh, he popped (laughs) up being the Greek freak uh, that he is. The question is, will it be the Philadelphia 76ers, the Toronto Raptors, to take on the Milwaukee Bucks? They throw it down tonight. We're breaking it all down. Let's go.
5: more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits.
7: I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. But A lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. And I'm going to take it forever.
8: That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say.
7: When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible.
8: 400 435 andro400.com.
9: The
1: morning after Fantasy Sports our Radio, Television uh, Networks, iHeartRadio, Sports Byline uh, Affiliates. Uh, and every, everything else in between, we appreciate you joining us. I'm Gable Brantzi in New York City. Joe Ranieri is in Miami, Florida. Rick Barry, the Hall of Famer, uh, will join us. And uh, we're working on a couple of other things, as well as uh, the Prez has um, has uh, screwed us, let us down. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Prez yeah. Uh, was mm-hmm. scheduled, Dude, remember last week, Joe? Remember he came on, he's like, I woke up five minutes ago, guys. Mm-hmm. and he was all discombobulated and and everything and i said Prez, you're on every thursday buddy right yep yep, said, yep. every thursday Prez, same time mm-hmm. same, same like every thursday um i had to give him a reminder i sent him an email last night all right remember Prez, you know big uh, big game one uh boston bruins remember- Pres more of a hockey guy than anything when it comes to capping in nfl um nhl nfl so i said hey boston uh, carolina Sorry, Is he thing, in the... oh, I'll be no. on a plane. Oh. Yeah, but two weeks ago, he was, like, skiing in Vail.
10: And, yes. And
1: three weeks ago, he was in Banff. And, you know, this this guy, like, travels more than Ivanka Trump. And <laughs> listen, I love you, Prez, but quite <laughs> frankly, um, you're going to get bounced from the rotation because, uh, truth, truth be told, you're too rich.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No,
1: I'm dead serious.
2: Give me Mark need, Lawrence any day.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, I need, I need, like, uh, I need homebody. Same with Paul Bovey. Love Paul Bovey. People always ask me, how come Paul Bovey's not on more often? I'm like, because I don't know where the guy is, man. <laughs> like, I don't know, he might be in Thailand right now. Right? So, lo and behold, I send, uh, for all I know, so I send him a message. I say, hey, Paul, NBA playoffs, want to hop in? Yeah, I'd love to, Gabe, but uh, I'm going to Tijuana to do some, uh, some chicks, uh, you know? Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good yeah. thing uh, you and me hold a fort down, Joe. Like, people, yeah. you don't think I'd like to be going to Tijuana right now to get wasted? <laughs> like, Hello.
2: You know what I mean? Yeah, you uh, don't who think I want to go Tom to a Joe? baseball
1: game during the day and just get blasted?
2: <laughs> you know what I mean? Correct. That's right. No responsibilities. You know, the real grinders, folks, are right here. You're you looking at them here. This is what grinding you know, is all people about. people appreciate
1: this. Like, you know, yeah, we're getting exactly. paid, but we're getting compensated, but still. Yeah. Like, I often wonder what I'm doing in my life. Like, I'm like...
2: Yeah. Oh I'm sorry, Gabe. We're gonna be on ai uh, I'm gonna be on a plane. I'm not sure where, I just know I'm gonna be on a plane. Yeah, I'm gonna be on a plane.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know what, not though. Sure Prez? Going. You're rich enough, buddy. You can use a phone on a plane, can't you, if you got money? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. I, I can't afford it. I'm not paying like nine ninety nine a minute.
2: No, no, absolutely not. All right. I only fly with free Wi Fi, so
1: all right, whatever. The Prez would have just come on and taken a couple of pot shots at us anyways.
2: Yeah, he'd he called me orange and was said uh, Hey, lobster Joe he'd have made your head, exactly. Hey, Gabe. Oh, yeah, you yeah. Idiot Gabe. How's hey, your pick, hey, Colorado? Oh, wait a minute, they're not in it anymore. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> would ask him about an NBA. I don't know. Let's talk some hockey. Um, so yeah, shout out there to me. the press. I figured if we rip him enough, he'll just blatantly call in. <laughs> he'll exactly. Just, he'll randomly, he'll <laughs> randomly,
2: uh, we'll bait him into calling.
1: Uh, so yeah, I was stating. So we'll get to it, you know, on a get off, uh, get off my lot. But I'm getting congratulated. I went like seven and zero with a bunch of picks last night. Nice. But we gave people the bucks. We gave people uh, the Buck Warrior money line. I played a bunch of baseball parlays, like uh, Milwaukee Bucks money line, Chicago Cubs winner. Nice. Uh, Milwaukee Bucks uh, money line, Boston Red Sox winner. Uh, Houston Astros, Golden State Warriors money line parlay winner. Okay, we go down the list. It was winner, 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 and I was feeling really good. I was 7-2, and Mm. and I'm sitting there, and I have three props left in my hand, okay? Three prop tickets left in my hand. One of them, Kevin Durant.
2: Oh, God.
1: Over 31.5 points, Joe. Listen, he wasn't lighting it up, but he was at 20 late in the third. I'm like, we got this. It's KD time. He's going to hit a couple of, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, we got it all right.
10: <laughs>
1: when he went down, <laughs> like when I saw that, I, at first I was like, "That's bad for Golden State." Then, like that millisecond later, it hit me. This is bad for you. <laughs>
10: like,
1: mm-hmm. I'm like, "Oh mm-hmm. God!" Like, shake it off, shake it off, bro. And then, boom! There's 150 bucks. Like, oh, I'm not right there, Joe. Didn't yep. get touched. Ah! There's 150 bucks, like a voodoo doll. I felt
2: it. <laughs> Like, it's like he got stung by a bee. Did yeah. you see his reaction? He was like, what, somebody throw something at me? Like, what happened here? No,
1: dude, it was like Galuli hit, hit him with a bat like Nancy Kerrigan. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you see, like, out of nowhere, he's like, shah. And he, he ain't faking. He's not like these other guys, no. right? So you can tell it was real. You can see he's like, oh, God. You knew he was concerned right away. I'm like, all right, that blows. But I got a prop on over Steph Curry, 25 and a half points. hmm it's only at 11 at the time Durant goes down. That's right. But I'm thinking, wow, well, no choice now, Steph. You better shoot your way through this slump, bro. So mm-hmm. I'm like, he's going to get the ball all the time. This is going to be great. We're going to hit the prop, which he did get the ball all the time. Yes. Yeah, it was 25 and a half. He got to 25.
2: Oh, God. Oh, boy.
1: He got to 25. There was like three minutes left. Mm. Didn't get fouled. I don't know how, what, like, whatever. Somehow and he didn't make a life. basket until the second quarter. Joe, <laughs> <laughs> so I have Draymond Green to get a triple double.
8: Oh, damn. plus
1: five hundred.
8: Oh,
1: he's got like thirteen rebounds, like midway through the third quarter, type thing. Check oh. assists. Check eleven assists. Points. He's at five. Oh, All right! Man. He hits a three. Like, oh, no. <laughs> he hits a three with about five minutes left in the game. Oh. I'm like, dear God, bro. Like, I need one more basket, and I hit a plus 500. I just got screwed on Durant. I might get this Curry. Come on, Curry. Get to the free throw line. Draymond Green takes a three-point shot, and I actually stood up. Like, I got up, like, <laughs> like as as the shot, I was like, at, for plus yeah. 500. I'm like, yeah. Get up. Did. Misses, I think to myself, it's all right, it's all right, it's all right. He just needs two points, man. I just need a basket Mm -hmm. plus 500. He fouled on the rebound and fouled out of the game after the missed three point shot. Oh, I was sitting there in shock. I was like, I don't know know how this just happened. Like, I have Kevin Durant, he gets hurt. Steph Curry doesn't get fouled for the last three minutes of the game. And Draymond Green is two points away from getting me a plus 500 triple double. Misses the three, and then fouls and gets fouled out of the game. Yeah, that's that's,
8: uh, that's
1: uh, 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 just uh, another another night uh, in the life of uh, Gabriel Moranzi, Joe.
2: Didn't we uh, Didn't we have this conversation earlier in the week though? When when you start banging out winners early on in the night, um, you need to run and hide, right? Late night, isn't that how it works? See, you'd have been much better, better off losing early. Yeah, I dig the bail- hole
1: on the East Coast, and I bail out on the West.
2: Exactly, right. Like when it goes the other way for you, it's a totally different night. Like anything late yeah. at night, you're like, "Oh boy, I'm in trouble."
1: Yeah, no, but I was, <laughs> I, I, I was thinking, ah, oh, come on, I got to hit one of these props. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. Like, it, it, Kevin Durant sure. hurt. Steph Curry oh. doesn't take one more free throw, <laughs> and uh, yeah. and I oh, yeah, Draymond misses a three point shot and fouls out of the damn game like ten seconds
2: later, bro. Oh. That they called the foul on.
1: I actually got Ugh. a text. Like, she uh, got a text from someone who normally doesn't send me these type of things. Because if you sent me Joe a text every time I had a bad beat in gambling, like people would be on the phone all day, right?
2: Yeah, yeah exactly. You need an extra phone.
1: I got, I got a text from a buddy of mine. I can't believe you missed. I got this at two twenty seven a.m. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't believe <laughs> yeah. you missed Draymond triple double by two points. Oh. That thing sucks. Yeah, thanks oh. for the reminder,
2: buddy. <laughs> And I, that's again, what you I woke up to, Joe. That's what people don't understand. Steph Curry was a half a point away from him cashing. And, guys, he didn't make a basket until eight minutes left in the second quarter. Like, any, anything could have happened between then and there just to score an extra point. Like, just ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could say I haven't been oh. uh, screwed as hard uh, since I. Uh,
2: oh. since, uh, we watched a Jungle Beaver. Oh, nice. Very good.
10: Yes. Yeah,
1: yeah. And uh, so you can be honest, Joe. You seem to be a connoisseur here. Um, I'll I'll ask you, seen it, yes or no? Or let's say even heard of it,
2: yes or no? All right, go ahead. Jurassic Pork. Oh, very nice. Uh, Well done, by the way. Good storyline. Leave it to cleavage. Yeah, one of my favorites. Love the classics.
1: (laughs) What up, Mrs. C? (laughs) (laughs) Hung wanking, scene.
2: Yeah, yeah, underrated. Pump up the volume.
12: 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749 that's eight hundred nine three two seventeen forty nine
13: Not too long ago it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it for a vacation or a new car, but today withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America, according to the secret War, a new Swiss America white paper.
12: Once again, that's 800-932-5517. 800-223-0992, 800 223
1: that's 800-223-0992. We give credit to, um, to our uh, sales team a lot of a uh, lot of the uh, the services we provide are things that I could use, uh, Joe.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, like uh, you know, legal issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, legal issues, banking issues, uh, taxing issues. Uh, we've got dating issues, right? We got a date line yeah, now. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. We got a maid service in, mm-hmm. in major uh, major American cities. So you need a maid. Yep. Um, I I could use all of the above uh, actually.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well done. The way they package that, very done. Yeah, well done. What's
1: missing? Uh, we
2: need weed dispensary uh, services. It's coming. Yep, L- little vape shop. It's coming.
1: Um. All right. Uh, so I'm a Moretzi in Midtown, a Manhattan.
2: Which, by the way, is- reminds me. not worth mentioning that you uh, you left us hanging here the other day during the week. You had brought up the fact where you had uh, worked for a station where, oh yeah, you yeah, you, yeah, you kind of went out and got your own advertising oh, there, that's right, and, so. yeah, and they brought in a strip club, and you were like, "Is this really the direction no, no, the we're strip going?" Club,
1: the strip—they brought the strip clubs were there already. Okay, they brought was, in uh, an escort service. escort
2: service. That's it. Yes, yes.
1: They yes. said, "Sort of tired of going to the game alone." Yeah, they didn't like. It was basically, it was a hooker service, but they it was very classy ad, right? Go to dinner, go to a game, go to a movie. And it was at the end, whatever happens after it's your own personal business, adults, you know what I mean? It's like a little fireprint. So I told the boss, I said, you know, this is pretty sleazy even by your standards. And like, I used to have a few with this guy. And I just brought up the fact, I said, why is it only running on my show? And I said to him, I was like, if you knew, it wasn't so sleazy. You would run it on the morning show or the afternoon show. Like I was a late night guy, right? Like, mm-hmm. so But he's like, well, you know, and he goes, you know, just, you don't run the stations, just shut up. So I basically get into it. with The guy like, <laughs> tells me to shut up mind my own business, essentially. And uh, I really went deep on the guy. You know, I told him, I said, well, you know what? His name was Wayne. I said, you know what, Wayne? I said when one of our listeners bangs a hooker and gets aids and sees the station we'll see who uh, we'll see who's right and wrong and i walked out you should see look on his face i said you guys always. you always think short term i said got to think yeah. of a big picture and i said even me i said even i never considered like getting hooker ads. like yeah so i was like all right i said fine that's the way we're rolling so i walked out I told the story. I controlled half the ads on my show, and they can run whatever they want. Right. I was like, all right. All right. So, uh, first thing I did, I already had strip clubs, all right? But I raised it up a notch. So, uh, first thing I did, massage parlor. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Robert Kraft, Asian Orchard Spa style, Joe. I didn't even hide it. And I read the ad myself. (laughs) (laughs) And... Dude, the ad was the best, man. Well, I gotta find it. Somebody could find it out there. Like, it's, someone must have it on tape. So, like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like uh, have you experienced another rough bad beat? Are you down a lot of money to a bookie? Are you stressed out? Go to Jessica's massage. She'll relieve all your stress.
5: <laughs>
14: Hot diggity! <laughs> so I,
1: went in, I sold it from a betting standpoint, right? Uh, you know, gambling and stress. You know. Are you tired of bad beats? Do your bad beats have you with a bad back? And I went off like. <laughs> the hell sort of a live read. Uh, went, went to, uh, you know, go, go to Jessica's massage par. The best is uh, we brought her in studio and stuff. I got a massage yes. live on the air. <laughs> nice. No happy ending on the air. <laughs> yep.
15: Yeah.
1: So, you want to you go ahead and bring in oh, escort yeah. services. All, All right. right. That's why you know, I had the best damn radio show in the city, man. Yeah. I was the only one for like some people give away a gift card for chicken wings. Oh, come down to Bob's Chicken Wings, you get free. You know what I mean?
2: Uh-uh.
1: No, 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 dude. I was giving away free massages.
2: That's yeah, yeah. Who's the real winner? I
1: was like huh? seventh caller through gets a free massage at Jessica's. I was like, yep. anything extras on your own though. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you in the door.
2: <laughs> I'll get you set up.
1: So then. Didn't say anything, right? I was like, well, all right, it's kind of going along all right. I'm making money off of this and, you know, getting massages out of it. Like, <laughs> well, bad. But, like, all right, let's raise it up a nudge. Let's get our own hooker ad going. So I get the Escort ad going. Same thing, you know, sort of. I got a woman to read it. And it was sort of like, I tried to keep yeah. it sort of classy. No, it's sort of. <laughs> yeah, no, I was like, you know, same thing, you know, going to concerts, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, basically, this one was like, You want to blow your friends away? You want to have the hottest uh, piece of eye candy on your arm? Like, you know
12: what I mean? Yeah. That was the
1: angle. Where I, like, you know, blow everyone away. Never, you know, like, turn heads when you walk in the room. (laughs) It
8: was like
1: like going to the game with, you know, the the Ferrari hotties. And it was like Ferrari, whatever the hell it was called. Mm -hmm. So, same thing. No complaints, all right? I got a call finally, all right? I got a call from, like, the escort service and stuff. Oh, no. And they're like, uh, listen, uh, we've got to pull our ads. And uh, I'm like, all right. you know, right. I'm like, why? You're not getting business or what? They're like, no, no, no we're fine. Uh, they said uh, the, the cops contacted us, actually. And, oh. Uh, said that, you know, you guys have a lot of nerve advertising on Morency's show. They're like, the cops listened to your show. And they heard <laughs> the ad, and they thought it was kind of like over the top. <laughs> A little too much,
2: huh? Well, is, that was too much.
1: The best way of putting this essentially, the escort service was owned by a bunch of sort of like underworld people. Sure. That had a good relationship with the cops, right? Did want to flaunt
2: it. Exactly. Yes. <laughs>
1: I, so I told, I walked into the office and I told the boss after. I said, I just want to let you know that the Hells Angels actually uh, have more ethics and can't run ads, but you will. (laughs) I walked out. Just so you're aware. I said, just, yeah. I just want to let you know. Because he said, what happened with the ad? It got pulled. I said, yeah, they pulled them because it was too much, Wayne.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. (laughs) I told him, I don't know what you were thinking. I was like, it's all bad. I got all, I got all like, uh, I got all like uh, ethical and stuff.
2: Yeah. I was, like, all I was like, pull
1: all the sex ads. I was like, it's too sleazy. I was like, Enough. <laughs> I was like, you know, sitting there. I'm like, no wonder my career's going nowhere. i got advertising hookers here. <laughs> i got to it's not a major oh. network, Joe, too. It was the Chum yeah. Radio Network. It wasn't like some like, fly-by-night stuff, but I've heard hook- I've heard Escort ads recently, actually. I've heard them in New York. I've heard them in Vegas I wow. basically sell like, hey, don't go to dinner alone. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, companionship.
1: Yeah, go yeah. go to a sporting event with someone, and you know.
2: Right, right. Yeah, companionship. Everybody needs a little companionship. Yeah, so
1: it's <laughs> not a bad story.
2: <laughs> that's awesome, man. Oh, I was like wondering this. what the i wonder which way which direction you went with him, man. I was like, oh, really? Oh, so uh, we can. Uh, if everything's all, okay. No, no, know, I'll, I'll always
1: you. raise it up a notch. that's my style. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, all right. Dude, I had I was so cool at one point. It was great. I had two strip clubs advertising on my show. Competing. Yes, but the thing is, part of the deal was uh, free booze anytime I went there. Oh so I got like payment for the ads plus free booze whenever I went there. Nice. And I was smart. I got one in the east end and one on the west side. So was like I was oh, covered from in a downtown mm-hmm. frame of mood. I got free drinks at, uh, at super sex. If I'm um, yeah. hey, I want to That's really it. get sleazy. Let's go into the East end here tonight. Let's you know what I mm-hmm.
2: mean. <laughs> we want to ratchet it up here a little bit.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. here we go. Yep. And then, but then what happened is I upset the strip club because, and uh, imagine how, how unfanish they were of this Joe. Oh no. I would order drinks for the dancers.
2: <laughs> oh, not good. <laughs> Can't be using your trade for the dance. Yeah, dancers. so they're man. like, this guy's
1: unbelievable. Like He gets free drinks here. Now he's buying drinks. He's occupying the girls and stuff.
2: And they're all hanging around you because it's
16: free. Oh,
1: yeah. And I look like the kingpin oh, yeah. because they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, this
2: guy's cool. He's able to, like, boss our boss around, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm getting like, hey, I'll get a bottle. Guy's got clout, man. Yeah. Yeah, we can't drink on the job. I got cut off. hmm uh-huh. Yeah, what a shock. No more ants for you. cut me off, yeah. yeah no more ants for you. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, Took me about a week up, but I did end that. up
1: uh, going out with uh,
2: one of the lovely ladies. <laughs> oh, all right. So it all worked out. It all worked yeah. out in the end. Yeah. We got to um, get a few of those advertisers in scores or something around there. Can't you, uh, can't we get them? Well, you know,
1: this is, th- and I've always said this, and you could probably attest to this too. You probably know this, but you're pretty good. You've got like some local sponsors and stuff, but mm-hmm. when you're a local guy, like right now, Joe, there's some local bozo in Des Moines, Iowa. that's like got more free stuff than you and me.
2: Like wait, absolutely, boy. like yep.
1: he's walking in. Like I grew up on the radio and I had to sell my own. Like, you know, I hustled in the early days. Right. And one of my mentors told me, Ted Tevin may rest in peace. He said, uh, he said, Gabe, he said, uh, when you're a radio host and you're, you're, you're the star of the town, cause you should never put your hand in your pocket wherever you go. Right. And he said, he said, clothes, get a clothing sponsor, food, get a food sponsor. He went down the list. He said, whatever it is that you want and you buy in life, get a sponsor for it. Yep. So I thought that way. Strip club, clothing store. Hello. I have a million jerseys. I ever paid for any of them, dude. I used (laughs) to, I used to, dude, I used to have a stack on my desk. I'd be like, I want to go to Domino's. I'd have like 20 Domino's gift certificates. I'd have like 10 local pizza place. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. As a local guy, man, you know, you get, I used to speak at bar mitzvahs for money.
2: Exactly. When you're national,
1: yeah. you get nothing. Got? Because <laughs> you're not big enough, right? Like, That's right. Budweiser ain't giving us nothing, Joe. You know what I'm saying? When nope. you're the local Canadian guy, the beer company's all over you.
2: I tell you. Like, we'll oh, be he's the host of
1: the Canadian's postgame show. We love this guy. Give him sweet tickets. Yep. What do I get now? Nothing. What I get? They just told me, don't show your smoothie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can attest to this, Joe, right? Like being oh, a local true. guy as opposed to national.
2: The local is, that's uh, right, never pay for a meal, never, you know, never have to, uh, I need a car, whatever it is you need, it's always uh, it's always available to you, and and that's the whole perk of, uh, of the yeah, business. What do you think John Gruden,
1: Dick Vitale, pimp Hooters?
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: They already have the money. It's like, well, I go to Hooters, and I'll never pay again.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Car wash places, yes, like you watch. name it. Oh, yeah, yeah, car yeah. Wash Marco Polo great... car wash. I had yep. that. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, oh, the car's dirty. Don't worry about it. I got it. We're good. Follow me.
1: There's the Mm -hmm. uh, behind the scenes in the radio industry there.
2: Yeah. Until you go national, then nobody cares.
1: (laughs) Behind the (laughs) scenes. You get (laughs) rambutted.
2: You really do.
1: (laughs) Porn on the 4th of July. (laughs) Oh. (laughs)
0: Planet of the Gapes. DailyRoto.com What's your story. Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs.
18: Searching for an outdoor oasis but don't have time to catch a flight? Join us in the heart of Midtown at Versa packed with good vibes, great views and service unmatched. Fully stocked with five bars throughout the venue. Aside from our stellar dining menu, Tuesday through Friday our culinary team has curated a delectable rotation of food activations to be featured on our patio from 5pm to 8pm. Join us for non-stop fun on one of New York City's largest patios as rooftop season is finally upon us. Okay at 215 West 35th Street, New York, New York. Official partners of the New York Knicks and the New York Rangers.
12: Fantasy
1: hmm. yeah. mm. Sports Radio Network. I'm Gabriel Bradshaw. Throw it down with Joe Ranieri. I'm in New York. Uh, he is in Miami, uh, Florida. Uh, we decided not to raise it up a notch here, Jaws. I was stating earlier, so we're just uh, throwing... Uh, I said, man, I feel like I got screwed harder than uh, who in uh, what porn movie.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but uh, let's get into some specific uh, sports porn parody movies.
2: Oh, I like that.
1: And you brought up, uh, you know, uh, you said, oh, it's a great piece of cinematography.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, Joe Lisi, all
1: right? God bless him. Always a pleasure, Gabe. Love talking college football. Mm -hmm. So Joe Lisi was with us. We're sitting here once during a break, all right? It's me, Rich Sermonalo, and Lisi. I've told the story before, so I'm not going to feel too bad throwing it out there again. (laughs) During a break, Joe looks up to me and Rich. We're sitting in the studio here like we do a college football Saturday morning show. Sitting here, and Joe looks over. He goes, Gabe. You ever seen that? Uh, you seen that new Batman porn parody movie? I was like, no, nah, I haven't, Joe. And he says to me, he goes, uh, he goes like, no, I really don't understand the script. <laughs> and he goes, the the ending didn't make sense. He's talking to me like it's a normal movie.
2: <laughs> He's asking for some and then clarification He looks over to Rich.
1: Here. He goes, Rich, have you seen the movie? He goes. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how they ended the story like that, because you know, and mm. uh, me and Rich are sort of look at each other. <laughs> like, Joe Lisi might be like the one guy he reads Playboy for the uh, the articles, and Joe watches <laughs> porn for the the storyline. Mm-hmm. Like Joe Lisi was disappointed in the Batman storyline, so I Wasn't finally well sort ready. of like told him.
8: Like,
1: mm-hmm. I looked up, I said, "Joe, like,
2: there is no storyline." <laughs> <Like>, yeah. <laughs>
1: See, there it's is the whole,
2: no, the whole point, yeah, there is, like, <laughs> just, just call bad
1: yeah. like they didn't. Yeah. Like,
2: yeah. The like, screenwriting, not good. The like book get them was on. much better. This isn't the type of thing you can
1: cold call someone about.
2: No, 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 it's not.
1: Yeah, be, How dare you call me about porn? I told you that during a break. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone knows Joe Lee, she's a pervert. Is it a big secret? No. Like, Can we get the picture up? Oh, you guys <laughs> We used yeah. to put a picture up all the time of him. Thank you, guys. All right, so uh, here's some sports-themed movies here. Oh, all right. And one of my favorite movies of all time, and I'm not just saying this, but one of my favorite movies of all time is White Man Can't Jump. Great movie. It's a great funny movie. It's a great sort of that buddy movie. It's a great sports movie, and it's a great gambling movie. Like that movie really, really just sort of embodies the loser, degenerate gambler. which, like the the Rosie uh, the Rosie Perez line. Sometimes when you lose, you really win. Sometimes when you win, you really lose. He goes, "I don't know what the hell that means." Like I don't
2: know to... what you're talking about.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's just a great. And he loses mm-hmm. all the money trying to dunk. It's like, mm-hmm. are you kidding me, bro? Like. Are you kidding me? But uh, it's a good movie, but not as good as its counterpart. White Man Can't Hump. Nice. Uh, Shawn Michaels and Cassidy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Spoof at the Basketball Buddy Flick. White Man Can't Jump. Basketball double uh, entrees around. It's got finger rolls, dunks, loose balls, and rim shots. And then the basketball starts... Uh no, not the wrestler. I think that no, no, Shaw, not the wrestler, Shaw Michaels. I think Shaw yeah, Michaels no. like the only wrestler that hasn't done porn. hmm Um or of course instead of he got game, there's
19: she got game. Nice. To be fair, Gabe, Shawn Michaels the wrestler was was in Playgirl, so you know. Oh yeah, he was, huh? Yeah.
1: But yeah, he was in that uh, one night in China. He was never in China.
19: He was not in no. he, he might have been in China. I, I can't promise you. Yeah, he, he, he wasn't probably. Uh, yep. there were sunny days who he, he slept with Sonny. Uh, Sonny was in porn. So yeah, 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 yeah porn. but honestly, Transitive like, property.
1: I think you yep. might've slept with Sonny. Like who has not Like venture, yeah, I think not. has a kid with her. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, point. like, I, you know what? I used to love Sonny. Like, like, can you imagine Greg
19: from what Sonny was
1: to what she is
19: now? It's really sad. It's really sad because you go back and you see, the, like, that's when I first started watching wrestling, right? Around that age, and Sonny was like, oh, my God. I remember Sonny, Joe. Come on. She had it going on. She was big time, man.
2: Big, big time.
19: And then there's Sable, and you're just like, wow, Brock Lesnar's yeah. doing Sable. And he's like, this is weird. <laughs>
1: Tori Wilson's all normal now, right? She right. She's a normal like, uh, lady there.
19: Well, well, she's normal. She posed in Playboy, became normal, dated A-Rod, wasn't normal, and then came back. Yeah. yeah. That yeah that I happens. think
1: George Clooney, or is that Tori That Wilson? was Stacey Keebler. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah, keeps.
1: Yeah, yeah. They all went mainstream, and yeah. poor Sonny went to Steve Hershey <laughs> and had to do somebody in like a Las Vegas hotel room for $3,000.
19: Yeah. Um the best are uh, are Sonny's videos where she just talks about all the wrestlers she slept with. And no, it's literally I, it's it's like thirty years of worth of wrestlers. It's dude, amazing.
1: I had her on years ago. I used to have wrestlers on all the time. I had her on years ago, and I was uh, I was very excited. Oh my god, it's gonna be cool. I have Sonny on. And she was pretty wasted, right? So she comes on and within like 30 seconds, girl, you love it. Like it's actually pretty compelling. If it was on YouTube, we get a ton of hits. Like, I'm like, how, how you doing, Sonny? I'm like, uh, she goes, oh, you're in Toronto, huh? She goes, oh, maybe Bret Hart's wife's listening. I never slept <laughs> with your husband, all right? Well, maybe I did. And I'm just thinking, dear God, like, I love Bret Hart, too. I'm like, oh, my God, like, what's going on? Like,
19: I'm thinking, this is good radio, but I don't like, I don't want to talk about you doing Bret Hart. Like, you know what I mean? Should we, should we reach out to Sonny? Is that what this is all coming to? <laughs> <laughs> she, it's very she, rare. Is she free or is she in jail? I, I right think she now? I think she's free. She's probably in rehab, but she I think it's free. You never see Sean, you never see Gabe like a Yeah, thinking. Yeah. You saw Gabe be like, I don't know about this one. You know why?
1: Because I like her. I don't want to like him. I don't want to embarrass anyone yeah. I like. You know right, what of saying? course. Yeah, yeah. But put it this way, like, yeah, can we get her on? Like we could get her to do anything. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, not hard to talk her into yeah, anything. Like, I yeah. Mean, yeah, not hard. Put a
1: thousand dollars on the table here, and yeah, like yeah. Um. All right. Uh, what else do we have here? Oh, this is uh, this is this is actually great. You know, we don't talk enough NASCAR on this show, Joe. Oh, okay. All right. Um. And now that I see this box cover, NASCAR. NASCAR is
2: classic, yes,
1: but it's got the NASCAR logo and a hot chick. With it. I'm sure, oh, I'm sure the family friendly NASCAR loves this one, Joe.
2: You know the yeah, best yeah. part
1: is you know that they'll have it.
2: Oh, absolutely.
1: absolutely. You see, Michael Cohen, the the Trump snitch rat lawyer guy. Mm-hmm. See, so just drop little like. Oh, yeah, By the way, uh, I've got like really damaging pictures of Jerry Falwell Jr.
2: Yeah, yeah. There you go. What, what a, a shock! Huh? Yeah.
1: Well, Jerry's letting him hang out where he shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, there's a 2009 classic,
2: Dodgeballs. Dodgeballs, also underrated.
1: Uh, dodgeballs. Yep. A hard-fought yep. game of co-ed dodgeball surprisingly gives uh, way to a gymnasium orgy. You <laughs> uh, <laughs> see, see Alex. See Alex, uh, Alex well, what's her name? Is it Alex Morgan or Alexa Morgan? Alex Morgan?
2: Alex Morgan. Yeah, yes. she'd be
1: on the cover of Sports Illustrated, swimsuit uh, mm-hmm. model.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, that that's all right, but that's not as c- cool as my favorite personal uh, magazine, Sports Illustrated.
2: score Squirt- Yes, nice.
1: Sports Illustrated is a good
2: one. Yeah, you definitely want to be on the cover of that. Uh, 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 mm-hmm. Uh,
1: mm-hmm. This next one we can't say.
6: No. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um
1: this next uh, one actually is pretty damn good. 2012 classic featuring Cagney Lynn Carter. Who's actually one of the nicest girls. Very nice girl. I've met her before. Mm-hmm. She actually really is cool. I, I'll send you a video of... Um, I actually have a clip of her doing like a promo for my show. Nice. She takes her top off. I didn't even tell her to. All right. Yeah, I said, I said, Cagney, can you just stand? Like, it's really cute. I said, can you just stand? And and uh, I smoked like 13 splits when it was crazy. <laughs> so... <laughs> bake. I said, can you just, uh, can you stand and just say, hey, can you watch uh, Sports Rage? Can you watch, I I had her do like a bunch of reads for shows, right? Right. And every one, she's like, watch, Gabriel Morenci is going on. Oh, no. So at first, I was like, uh, I was like, well, no, kind of, you don't have to. And then I, as I was halfway saying it, I'm like, what am I, nuts? I was like, that's great. <laughs> so, <I'm sat> <laughs> <laughs> so we did like five takes every time.
2: What are you supposed to say to that? You
1: know, when I came to the network, I said, listen, listen, uh, you got to sort of edit it and roll it out, but, you know what I mean? Just sort of show her. like hmm uh, But Field of Dreams, uh, you're a baseball guy. How do you feel about yeah. the movie Field of Dreams? Great movie.
2: Very good movie. Underrated.
1: But the question is, what's better? Field of Dreams? Field of Reams?
2: Oh, well, you know, if you build it, they will come, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's actually a line used in that movie.
1: This one's just a classic. <laughs> whether we're talking about uh, Bill Murray and Rodney Dangerfield, uh, or we're talking about uh, Caddy Snatch. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The, the, the Caddy Shack line of movies has produced a few classics. <laughs> Caddy Shack up. is <laughs> <laughs> a good one. <laughs> Celebrity porno poker. <laughs> mm.
2: You gotta give me—I'm telling you—the uh, creativity is uh, it goes underrated. Yeah, it really does.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, that's a good one too. We all—we're all going through uh, football withdrawals. You can't wait till uh, the next Super Bowl Sunday.
2: Yes. <laughs> it's always a favorite that time of year.
1: Um, all right, this one you can figure out for yourselves, guys. Mm. It's all called "This Isn't the UFC." The ultimate. F, championship, but yeah. F does not stand for fighting.
2: Yes. The other fun thing. This is
1: the ultimate. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if this is fun here. We just got
2: low brow sense of humor here. Who's getting that championship belt? Damn. Um, what else do we have here? Rollerball. Oh, this ain't Always. ESPN. Oh, no. The extra. <laughs> uh, That's good, of course.
1: Instead of a tiger, tiger, uh, tiger Woods, Tyler's right.
2: wood. Ty- yes, yep. Tiger's Gotwood. You ever see Whore of the Rings*? <laughs> <laughs> here, here's one for Sus. Here we go. China is queen
1: of the ring. Mm. Not Monday Night Football. See, this is, and they have the description here, bro. Dude, not Monday Night Football. They have a John Madden, Howard Cosell look-alike. Oh,
15: like, really?
2: Got to be in the right mood.
15: <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Do with the comb over
1: uh, like this, like how they're serious about the review, not Monday night football. Yeah. The filmmakers took some historical liberties by pairing announcers, John Madden and Howard Cosell, who actually were never announcers together.
2: <laughs> some liberties. I get it. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh.
1: I just hope that it's not John Madden and Cosell getting it on together, bro. Oh, that's
2: that's. That's definitely not Monday Night Football.
20: Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so, speaking of Tigers, got Wood. Um, you see the dude, the dude uh, that won uh, the million dollars on Tiger Woods.
2: Oh please!
1: He bet. Uh, now he bet. He bet again. He that's bet a hundred thousand dollars yesterday.
2: Of course, he did.
1: Um, oh, you're like, uh, we'll give you
2: a, we'll a publicity right. hound, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I can't. With remember, this. he's the, the guy, guy that never doesn't bet. want
1: any publicity, but he tells yeah. everyone about his bets? Never bet before,
2: too, remember? Oh, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, never yeah, bet. Yeah, never yeah, bet yeah.
1: yet. He put $85,000 yeah. on a golf tournament. Never bet before.
2: Yeah, that he cashed in stock for. Yeah, I get
1: it. Uh, see, I put $100,000 that Tiger wins the Grand Slam. Really? That he wins every tournament major this year. Pays ten million billion.
2: I can't.
12: 800-984-4207. That's
1: 800-984-4207. I mean, it must be like Sleaze Thursday today or something. Well, why don't you tell the story, uh, Sean, what, uh, what just happened? So uh, we actually have, uh, uh, explain to people.
16: It, it, explain everything. Well, yeah, the gist of it here. Yeah. The gist of it is, some dude offered ten grand to some woman, one of oh, our, we, uh, one of our one colleagues. colleagues. Yeah. To yeah. go drink at the bar. Someone is new in the pit. Yes, someone new at yeah, working a, at the pit. Yep. Yeah, there's
1: some new new people. It's you know, summertime, spring. has been changing. So the she
16: gets in the elevator
1: and just with, with a couple of dudes,
16: Yes, at 9 a.m.
1: So we're we in a uh, downtown
16: metropolitan uh, major uh, hotel. It's actually probably okay. four okay. stars.
1: They I mean, they might say it's
16: five, but it's four. Or five. <laughs> yeah, whatever. It's, whatever. It, whatever. So she gets into the elevator, and this guy was like, uh, "What are you doing right now?" And she says, "I'm going to work." He says, "I'll give you ten grand if you come drink with me at the bar." And he pulled out. Wow. Ten grand in cash. Or what so looks did, like ten grand. He in didn't cash. say, "I'll give you ten grand to go to the room." No. Just to drink. Just to drink. Yeah. Mm. Wow! Call your boss right now and tell me not coming to work. Oh. Um, for ten grand?
1: You know what? I'm not. I don't have power of attorney for Lou Maione and Mike Cardano, but they both are like Wall Street type guys, and they would understand. I think even they would say, "Yeah, yeah, take the ten grand." Like she, right, right, like right now, Come she be calling hour. people. Like Sussman, cut her a break. Ten thousand dollars. Get drunk mm. at the bar. And incidentally, that's what it costs to get drunk at this bar. Yeah, thousand dollars. Don't don't it's... do it. Ten thousand dollars. Yeah, I don't know. Like I got a vodka here the other day. Ten thousand dollars. You get about six drinks, I think.
2: <laughs> yeah. <You> get... <laughs> drink. By the way, it's happy never hours, just drinks. Bucks.
1: Yeah, right. What, what is it not during yeah. yeah,
2: it's never just drinks though.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, that's <laughs> Joe, the thing with yeah. drinks.
2: Yeah. <sighs> Man, yeah, you know, as long
1: as we're talking about these sleaze pit We only got a minute, so this will be good. And we'll talk about Kyrie the other side. So my buddy me and my buddy are living in Vegas. My buddy's sitting in the Green Valley ranch, like three in the morning. Uh, woman, hot woman comes up, says, uh, I wanted, you know, can you, mm. you come to my room right now and have sex with me, essentially? It's really hot. I have a drink or two. It's almost too good to be true. Then the catch kicks in. Oh boy in my husband watch whoa oh
2: yes
0: yes
16: no thanks all right what do you do
0: what the happened last night you find out the morning after
1: let's do this thing all right level two the morning after, Fantasy Sports, our radio network, Sports Byline Affiliates, American Forces Radio Network, iHeart, and everything else in between. Uh, we're throwing it down in New York City. Joe Ranieri is in Miami, uh, Florida. The Boston Celtics eliminated the Milwaukee Bucks, just crushing teams. And We talked about it going into yesterday's game, guys, about how, and I don't like laying nine points ever. Yeah, very rare, man, where you catch me laying nine points in an NBA game, but... Very rare that a team's kicking a snot out of teams, Joe, like Milwaukee are. And Milwaukee are now 10-1 and 1 against the spread, their last 11 home games, and they're 8-1 and 1 against the spread overall in the playoffs now. As a Toronto Raptor fan, we're going to have our hands full. We've got to get past Philadelphia here first. But Boston goes down, and I pretty much thought Boston would roll over. I thought that their will was kind of broken a couple of nights ago in the same sense that I think uh, Toronto can suck the life out of Philadelphia with a quick start here this evening. But something that you and I will agree on, and I say this all the time, Joe, as a betting man, as a bet when I bet or as a fan of a team. As like, you know, one of my teams, and me and Joey Odessa always use this line when we're talking about fights. I just want an honest effort. You know what I mean? You go into the cage. You give me an honest effort, you you lose fine, bro. You win, you lose. That's what happens. Competitors, people that take chances in life won't always succeed. I want an honest effort. I don't mind. The Toronto Raptors lose to the Philadelphia 76ers and they bust their heart and they bust their balls and they're trying and they're sweating and diving for balls and they fall short. You say, "You know what? The better team won, man. We did our best. We fell short." I can't handle betting on teams or being a fan of a team when I watch a team that, truth be told, just doesn't f care. And I'm not a Boston Celtic fan, and I, you know, we know how I feel about this Boston sports run, but that's a proud organization with an ex- Forget about the Raiders' stupid little commitment to excellence crap that they don't live up to. Boston, they care, and uh, we'll hit this on the other side, but Kyrie Irving's a disgrace. I don't care about you missing three-point shots. Players miss shots. You don't care. You're a disgrace. And I tell you what, I, I wouldn't want you on my team. The Brooklyn Nets run far away from this guy. Run far away from him. Achoo
3: text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321.
18: Searching for an outdoor oasis but don't have time to catch a flight? Join us in the heart of Midtown at Versa, packed with good vibes, great views, and service unmatched. Fully stocked with five bars throughout the venue. Aside from our stellar dining menu, Tuesday through Friday, our culinary team has curated a delectable rotation of food activations to be featured on our patio from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Join us for nonstop fun on one of New York City's largest patios as rooftop season
8: Call 888-400-435. 888-400-435. Andro400.com. All right, let's do this thing. Level two.
1: Uh, business about to pick up. Uh, we're going to start yelling at people to get off our lawn in a couple of minutes. Uh, Rick Barry will join us after that, the Hall of Famer. Uh, we got Coach Nick, B-Ball Breakdown will be joining us. So we uh, got a couple of solid uh, basketball guests. Uh, Hall of Famer and uh, and Coach Nick is uh, great at uh, breaking these games down as well. And uh, we might be joined by uh, doctor, uh, the former doctor of the uh, San Diego Chargers as well to talk about uh, Kevin Durant's injury. Uh, see, see how long he's going to be out for. Not going to be playing uh, tomorrow. I don't know uh, if he's going to play on Sunday, but Game 7 would be Sunday if we get there. One team that won't be playing anymore um, are the Boston Celtics. and It's amazing. There's actually a great read here by uh, Tim uh, Bontobbs over at uh, ESPN.com. Uh, about the Boston Celtics season. And it's amazing how honest Danny Ainge and specifically Brad Stevens. And, and there's old Doogie Hauser. Great, great job, coach. Huh, Joe? Yeah. Bravo, yeah. Doogie. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. A little boy wonder.
2: Yeah. It's the next Phil Jackson. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. You and Mayor mm. Pete.
2: Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: He looks like Mayor Pete, <laughs> don't you think?
2: He really does. They look <laughs> the same, bro.
1: <laughs> Both from Indiana. Like, That's you know, crazy. Like, That's like, crazy. Yeah. Like If if Mayor Pete, like, was like the next coach of Butler, you'd be like, damn, he looks just like the old coach. Like, they got the same guy. It's like Stevens, man. No, they really are. Don't they look the
2: same? Exactly the same. You got to pull that picture up. So Brad Stevens doesn't talk
1: about, hey, I'm gay and uh, I'm religious. <laughs> yeah. It's a difference, though. Again, it's pretty strange. Like, like I, I'm no political, uh, political consultant, but. Just thinking, you know, dude, you should probably stop talking about, like, how people are not religious and stuff all the time. may want to avoid that conversation. Yeah, I'm yes. just saying, yeah. you know, I'm like. <laughs> Anyways, so, um, so, yeah, Brad Stevens is in this interview. Uh, just for the record, not there's anything wrong with it. <laughs> Some I'm talking about, Pete, about Mayor Pete. Um, Mayor Pete actually seems like a smart guy. He shouldn't be president. He's Mayor of South Bend, right? Right. But uh, he's a little too... Uh, a little too smug for a guy that's just a mayor. That's the, that's. The, I'm just in my opinion. It's like, you know, settle down, bro. You're the mayor of South Bend, right? Like, you know, stop. Uh, yeah, you're a, little, you're, you're a little in over your head here. So, um, but nevertheless, this is Coach Brad Stevens. Um, This is the ESPN piece. I knew it was going to be uh, super challenging after the first two exhibition games. <laughs> This is Brad Stevens talking about the Boston Celtic roster. You believe that he said that? Like, he said, yeah, I realized it was going to be super challenging after the first two exhibition games. It was going to be hard, really hard. Um, All right, going on uh, here about Kyrie uh, Kyrie Irving basically throwing Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and Terry Rozier under the bus consistently in the media through subtle pot shots. Kyrie Irving's lack of leadership, Um, and it's just, so, you know, from his I don't know anybody anything to I give you my verbal commitment that I'm here to um, the other night when he said, you know, he didn't care to last night after the game in which uh, he stated, uh, he stated, whatever, man, I'm just on to the next thing now. Like, I don't know, and you that's what my, what my point was, John. I know you feel the same way. If you lose, you lose. Now, if Kyrie Irving balled and tried, nobody's calling out Kyrie Irving saying, oh, Kyrie Irving's a failure. Kyrie Irving, like, quit on the Boston Celtics and basically has this, like, expectation of... Delusion of grandeur that he is some mega, mega superstar that changes franchises. And quite frankly, he was groomed by LeBron, and LeBron is a selfish guy. He might not be selfish on a court, but he's a selfish guy as a whole. He doesn't want star players with him so he can be the guy. He doesn't want a, a, a tough coach because he can be the coach. You go down the list. He thinks he's LeBron, yet... I got to tell you now, Joe, like I don't know if anyone's stock has dropped harder than Kyrie Irving's during this playoff run. Would you agree with that?
2: I uh, absolutely agree. And we talked a couple of months ago, Gabe, when when the rumors of, you know, uh, dissonance in the end of that locker room because of that road trip they were having where they just they couldn't win. And everyone's like, what the hell's wrong with you? And I said, Kyrie's going to be a problem here because you're expecting him to be something he is not. He's not a leader, even though he says he is. That's he said He's got all this experience. Because you're
1: a good basketball player doesn't mean you're going to be a leader. And this guy ain't no freaking leader. He He couldn't lead a a bunch of pigeons in the park. Not talent.
2: Don't make me say the guy is one of the most talented players in the NBA, but that doesn't – some guys are just meant to be Robin. Some guys aren't Batman. It's one of the hardest things in the world to be is to be that guy. He's not made out for that. He's an awesome number two. You'll win a championship if he's a number two, and he doesn't have to lead. But as a leader – um, anytime we're using adjectives like gutless and quitter, it, that tells you everything you need to know about the Boston Celtics uh, with Kyrie as their face of the franchise. That's what they are: gutless.
1: And Kyrie said earlier today, "I've spent the last eight years trying to do what everybody else wants me to do, in terms of yeah. making decisions and trying to validate through the media, through personal managers, anybody in this business. I don't know s uh, you know it to anybody anymore." Let me just recap this. So you spent the last eight years doing what? To please other people. You went to Duke. You played seven games. You got drafted. You didn't choose that. You got drafted. You went to Cleveland. You won an NBA championship. You left on your own. (laughs) Right. Like, I don't, like, I don't understand. Like, I don't really see. I've never seen a guy play victim before like this. That actually is actually the, the culprit. Mm-hmm. Like the, he's Johnny victim. I don't know anything to anybody. Uh, I've been doing stuff for the last eight years of my life to please people. You know what that sounds like, Joe? Sounds like to me, bro. You don't even like playing basketball. Mm. Was, so what, what have you done for the last eight years to please me or anyone else? What make $20 million a year in the NBA? Mm-hmm. No one forcing you to play in the NBA, Kyrie. Like, no, nobody's forcing you. Oh, I did this to please who? Your freaking father's your manager.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like, it's amazing am how I much. Missing?
1: It's the same guy who said, I don't want the spotlight. They made a movie about himself.
2: Yeah. It's amazing how much LeBron masked him, right? Isn't it amazing how much or LeBron. influenced LeBron him. him. He's yeah, like a mini LeBron without the juice. But- but it, he also got really shielded because of LeBron, because everyone was like, well, he, you know, he's be good enough. He, he's, no, You, but know, you he called it just a own.
1: second ago, and you nailed it in the sense that he's a great player. He's one of right. the best players in the league. Like you point, like, a, let's say, dream team, Olympic team. Kyrie Irving can be on the team. There. You know what I mean?
2: Absolutely.
1: But don't ask him to lead anything. So like That's you said, right. when he's there with, with LeBron, all he has to do, but he didn't, he didn't, he wanted the ball more, right? So mm-hmm. let me get this straight, Kyrie. You want the money and you want the ball, but you don't want to be the guy.
2: <laughs>
13: yeah,
1: right. that's where
2: we're at here, and, right? And you know, if he would have stayed healthy last year, we would have already this. This probably would have played itself out last year. But the fact that he wasn't—that he was hurt—and that everyone else did well without him—it just it added to what happened this year. It didn't help the situation. It actually hurt the situation because you had a whole bunch of young guys there that believed they could do it without him. And then he gets thrown into the mix. He doesn't change his game. He doesn't evolve. And now he alienates the entire locker room. The guy's a cancer. He's exactly what you try to avoid when putting together a team. Exactly what you try to avoid. I would
7: stay
1: far away from him. Yep. I really would. Here he is after, uh, this is not after last night, after the other game the other night, uh, when he shot shot seven at 22. And he said, who cares? That was a good one after. Who cares? I'm a basketball player. Last night, it was back to that. Who cares? Now I'm just on to the next thing. That's what he said after the game.
2: Well, think about it. If, you if you're in did? that locker room and, and he just he goes as 7 for 22 and says, I should take 30 shots. Like, if you're in that locker room, what do you think? Uh, well, how do you want to play with this guy? Be like, dude, you can't hit water if you fell out of a boat. Now you're going to take 30 shots? Like, I can't play with you. You know, say, <laughs> you're right. I think the best
1: way of putting it is he's like, um, he's like a dude. That treats his girlfriend, ignores his girlfriend, stands her up, doesn't mm. get her a birthday present. She leaves, and then he goes, hey, you broke up with me. <laughs> I think so he cute. played so bad on the way out of Boston, Celtics fans don't even want him anyways.
13: Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now.
12: 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Being
9: a new parent means every high and low you can imagine. and enter the code SPORTS at checkout for $20 off. That's myevos.com. M-Y-E-V-O-Z dot
12: It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003.
2: Check in with Gabe. See who he's yelling at, rather, to get the hell off his lawn today. Hey, you kids, get off
22: my lawn. Hey, you pesky kids, they I cannot get rid
1: of. Well, I could uh, rip the hell out of Kyrie Irving, uh, but why would I do that? I'm not a Boston Celtic fan. That's your problem, not mine. Uh, but what was my problem last night were my bad beats. So let's do this old school. Who ruined your Wednesday? I'll tell you who ruined my uh, Wednesday. Kevin Durant's weak calf (laughs) ruined my Wednesday. Uh, You know what? Kevin Durant, I had a prop over 30 and a half points, 31 and a half points, whatever it was. He's got 20 points. Not as much as I would have liked, but it was like the end of the third quarter. You know what I mean? There's a couple of minutes left in the third. He's at 20. He was starting to heat up a little bit. And Kevin Durant is a very good fourth-quarter player. We were going to get there, okay? We were going to get there. That is until... He got lead in the back of the leg. Man, he went down like Nancy Kerrigan. Why? Why me? I didn't really say that. But you can tell he was frustrated. Um, so Kevin Durant um, now leaves the court. He's not going to be playing most likely on Friday night. We don't know about Sunday, if it goes to Sunday yet, to game seven. Yet there was screw job number one. Um screw job on number one. And you know that was just the first of many more to come. So our prop was done. Basically, Kevin Durant left the game, and that's the that's the dark side of betting on props, that if the player uh, gets injured in mid-game, you know what? You're out of luck, bro. So Kevin Durant goes down. Boom. So I think to myself, all right, I do have Steph Curry. Now, I got lucky the other night. We played Steph Curry. Uh, we played his prop, uh, the Steph Curry prop, uh, the other night, 24 and a half to the over. He had been like seven games in a row before that he hadn't scored more than 24 and a half points, but – I like to buy the stock low. I'm like, everybody's down on Curry now. He'll step up. Now, he didn't shoot the ball well, but he still finished with 30 points. So last night, and this is a warning to everybody the bets on this stuff, the props, they bumped everybody up a point over the last couple of days. I think they got tired of me, you, and all of us beating them. They, they did this. You know how they do this in the NFL with my long field goal prop? You know, in the early in the year, it starts out at 43-and-a-half, then it's 44-and-a-half, and then by the time we're in the Super Bowl, it's 47-and-a-half. So it's like, you know, Kawhi Leonard's prop was 28 and a half. Then it was 29 and a half. And then all right, we'll leave it 29. No, no, there's 32 and a half now. You know, Greek Freak 32 and a half, etc. Like these big numbers. So I have Steph Curry. A couple of nights ago, it was 24 and a half. He got to 30. They bumped it up a point last night to 25 and a half and it cost me. Steph Curry didn't touch the ball, man, in the last like 2 minutes of a basketball game somehow. Uh, they did a good job of not letting him with the ball in the hands because they didn't want him on the free throw line. So, bam, oh for 2. I lose another prop. Hey, I'm not playing $5 tickets here, guys. All right? I'm down, uh, down $150, $300. Uh, so, I just, there's three, $300 that would be in my pocket right now, if not for, like, the missed shot here, free throw there. But I have a last hurrah. I have Draymond freaking Green, Mr. Shrek himself. All right? I don't like Draymond. I'm going to admit it. He's a good basketball player. I just think people from Michigan State are kind of jarheads and stupid. Um, and they are. You know what I mean? So, very similar to Ohio State. But you know, I mean, we'll, we'll save the uh, the Big Ten bashing uh, for, for another day here. But I've said it before and I'll say it again. Watch old episodes of uh, Dateline with Chris Hansen. More people get popped doing creepy, pervy things wearing Ohio State Buckeye gear than any other team. I'll tell you that much. Um, Anyways... So there's Draymond, Mr. Michigan State Spartan. Draymond Green actually played pretty well. I had a, a triple-double bet on uh, Draymond Green. Will Draymond Green record a triple-double? Plus 500. Plus 500. Draymond's got like 14 uh, rebounds. Draymond's like basically their point guard. Draymond's got like 11 or 12 assists already. So only got five points. Draymond hits a three. Boom. He's got eight points. There's about four minutes left. I'm like, man, yeah, this is great. I'm going to hit this, plus 500. I'm like, yeah, I got screwed for the Durant prop, but I'm going to make up for it by hitting a plus 500 on Draymond Green to get a triple-double. All I need is two more points. There's Draymond, man. couple of minutes left. I don't know you know, it's all hazy, whatever. It's like 150 left or whatever. Draymond takes the three. Bad-looking three. Knew it wasn't going in right away. Uh, bad-looking three. Doesn't go in. Ball bounces around. Draymond commits his sixth foul of the game, and gets fouled out. I lose a 5-1, to one, plus 500. So essentially in a span of about 14 minutes real time, I lost the Kevin Durant prop solely because he got hurt. I lost the Steph Curry prop because for some reason the basketball gods just would not give him the damn basketball in the two minutes of the basketball game. And then the icing on the cake, Draymond Green's triple-double falls short. Lord Gambler, you are a cruel, cruel, cruel master at times, and I would tell you to get the hell off my lawn, sir, but you know what? I need you, and I need you to get it done for me tonight so we can send Joel Embiid back to the doctor's office and wrap this son of a bitch up. Lord Gambler, get the hell off my lawn. Hey, you kids. Get
5: off
2: Gambler, what a what piece of work he is, boy! Just let us not forget too. Uh, next time I hear somebody tell me how soccer is boring, I'm going to point to the last 48 hours in Cam Stewart for you to let you know how boring uh, it truly is. There, as uh, those that backed Barcelona and Ajax. Boy, I didn't yesterday. even bring that bad beat up. Yeah, yeah how? Uh, yeah, I'm so sick and tired of hearing how guy oh soccer, it's so boring. Really? Because uh, there's some guys that. And soccer's one of those sports, Gabe, where it really is the fans of that team, it doesn't matter what the number is, they're betting on that particular team. And, and let's face it, man, Liverpool and, uh, and Tottenham, man, those fans got rewarded the last two days. Uh, Lord Gambler really stuck it to uh, Barcelona and Ajax yesterday. Oh, man, the Ajax
1: guys, <laughs> these guys were, um, like, you, you see <laughs> devastated players and shocked players. Wow. When they scored, when Tottenham scored that last goal, you just saw it. they all just
2: collapsed. <laughs> like, yep. all the wins. Face first, top too. Top yep. Like, they, yep. they
1: were lying like dead. Like, they were face first lying in the grass, you know, grown men crying and stuff. One dude was just sitting there. You see the tears going down his eyes. The Champions League is the third biggest tournament in the world. You got the, the World Cup, the Euro Cup. This is the biggest league, this is the biggest club championship in the world at home that close they were like cinderellas as you stated anybody i'm not saying there's never been a bad soccer game before right but you know and i think people sometimes will watch an mls MLS is good i don't rag on mls but i think people watch an mls and sort of think oh that's soccer saying that like watching mls and saying it's soccer is like watching a mac college football game and saying that's nfl football <laughs> yeah. Right. You know I mean? Exactly. Like it's not the same. It's the same sport. It's like it's different level over there, bro. You know what I mean? You said these are the best of the best of the best of the best. And I like you said, it's thrilling stuff, bro. It's intense, man. It really is. It, it really like really is. you're a baseball now, guy, and I'm not saying it's insulting I love baseball, but what's what's more exciting? What we saw in that stuff or watching a two yeah. and a half hour, three hour Miami Marlin game, bro? Oh, what's yeah. more well, exciting? Soccer or we... baseball? Let's be real.
20: Yeah, soccer's we exciting. Have people love it.
1: With the, even in America, with the bands and the drums and doom doom right. and the crowds and the the, the right. chanting, it's not boring. You might not like it, but soccer's not boring.
2: Yeah, especially when you get to the semifinals, like when you have urgency like that yesterday, knowing that you got the whole aggregate thing going on. There was a lot of working parts that just made for great drama there. So, absolutely, not all the games are created. Are created equal, but now that both of these teams are from the EPL, wow. does that mean like the English Premier League is the is, is that it? Is there oh, like oh god, no other... they're going
1: to be running their mouths, bro? Right. I mean, <laughs> is are
2: we ever going to be able to hear like there's only EPL and everybody else is and not?
1: Big you know, Mal be strikes again. I remember about three months ago. <laughs> teams from England never win this. Win right exactly. <laughs> no, that was me. They never win this team from
9: England. Yeah,
2: yeah. You and know what the moral really of the story
1: is, Joe. What do they say going back? Remember, uh, I had Icky Woods on. Uh, I used to have Icky on. And talk about uh, the Cincinnati Bengals when they lost to the San Francisco 49ers. And he goes, man, I knew where he went in a prevent defense. And he goes, and he dropped it. He goes, prevent defense has prevented me from winning a Super Bowl. Mm. And what happened to the two teams that lost yesterday? Great point he's brought up with the aggregate stuff. Mm-hmm. If there's no aggregate and they're starting over, I bet you Barcelona beats Liverpool. Goes for it. Yep. They went in there. Hey, we're up 3 nothing. Ah, it's one nothing for them. Doesn't matter. They need to score four goals. We still win the game. They were just kicking the ball around. Kicking the ball around. Yesterday, Ajax, same thing. Ajax is, uh, you know, hey, we're already up. Hey, we're up some more. We scored again. We're up now. We're up 3 nothing now, guys. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Stop playing at halftime. Kick the ball around. I don't care, Joe, what sport it is, bro. Prevent defenses. Prevent you from winning. That's a fuck. Yep, it's a
2: bad. The whole sitting back waiting for the game to come to you instead of going out and get it, and that was the difference in those two games.
1: Uh, you know, even in baseball, like football, college football, some guys will run the score up, and it's a bit much. It's a bit excessive. At yeah, baseball, I remember Frank Robinson, may he rest in peace. He pissed off Dusty Baker. The um, the Expos like stole a base. It was like seven one. It wasn't even that much of a blow. It was like seven one or eight one or something. The Expo stole second base. Dusty Baker was pissed, man. He's yelling over at Frank and stuff. You son of a bitch. And what the hell are you doing? Uh, it was like the sixth, seventh, inning. stole a base. And uh, Frank said after the game, he said, you know, everyone talks about a code. And he goes, uh, "He goes, I don't know. I must have missed a baseball code where the other team was going to try to stop scoring. <laughs> And Frank Robinson said, "I like Dusty, but evidently Dusty's never seen my bullpen before."
2: Because <laughs> even the, people in the
1: media scrum are like, "Frank, you stole a base. You're up six runs, seven runs."
2: Mm-hmm.
8: Frank's
1: like, "Have you seen? You've seen our bullpen?" He goes, "He goes, guys. He goes, he goes. If they would send me a note, a letter, promising to stop trying to score, so will I." <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. You never find Saban doing that. The Sabin's the best. Yep.
1: I've seen Sabin like throw, like, Sabin plays for covers, bro.
2: Yeah, damn right he does.
1: We'll <laughs> talk like Arkansas backboard him last year. He's like, no, you don't. And he was like, Dude. coming back with a second left. He really does.
13: Yep.
20: If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing <laughs> protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies, to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS, WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America.
12: Dot com.
16: Catch Make It Rain with Joe Ranieri and Dane Martinez weekday mornings from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on the FNTSY Sports Radio Network as they get you caught up on all the night's previous action and prepped for the wagering day ahead. You can also watch the broadcast on YouTube and participate in the chat room I watch it on Periscope, Twitch.tv, or countless other popular OTT platforms become part of the show tune in for the entertainment the knowledge and for extra money they will put in your pockets that's make it rain with Joe Ranieri and Dane Martinez weekday mornings from 6 a.m to 9 a.m eastern standard time
1: thank you very much uh, Sean I'm Gabriel Morenci in Midtown Manhattan Studio 34 across the street from Madison Square Garden Joe is in Miami Florida always love talking to the Hall of Famer one of the greatest players uh, to play uh, basketball somebody that we owe uh, congratulations in order to Mr. Rick Barry joins us good morning Rick it's always a pleasure thanks for joining us this morning
14: yeah happy to uh, happy to join you again. all the best to you and your listeners
1: so uh first things first congratulations uh on your son Canyon and uh you know enjoyed watching him play ball at uh, Florida but man nuclear engineering as uh, we should yeah know, master's he... of
14: nuclear engineering yeah wow. Thank God he takes after his mother. Yeah, he had his, uh, got his degree in <laughs> physics the College of it's Charleston so and the honors college, and then he just finished his uh, master's. And so, yeah, and he's still, you know, playing ball and played for the Minnesota Timberwolves in the G League back in Des Moines, Iowa, and, you know, did well under the circumstances that prevailed there. And so we'll see where he goes. Hopefully he'll get a chance to show his ability to play, uh, you know, in the top league in the NBA. So, you know, he's a, he's a great kid and deserves, deserves the opportunity. I think he'll surprise a lot of people. He's uh, certainly every bit as good as my other boys.
1: Well, you should be very proud, uh, very, very proud. I uh, mean, this is real life, right there. I mean, nuclear engineering—holy mm. crap, Rick! Like,
14: awesome. Yeah. yeah, I'm not worried about his future.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you need a couple of bucks; he's going to be able to help you out down uh, the road. Right?
2: Yeah, that's for so,
1: sure. Let me, uh, let me ask you, Rick. Instead of getting into the Warriors here, I want to ask you about Kyrie Irving, and this is something I'd like your take on. This it's something that sort of perturbs me from the NBA salary structure in which. Everybody's almost a max player. So Andrew Wiggins, max player. Um, Tobias Harris going to be a free agent. Oh, he's going to get a max contract. Kawhi Leonard is going to be a free agent, get a max contract. Kyrie Irving is going to get a max contract. But they're not all the same, Rick. You know, there's there's something. Is there something wrong here in the sense that you know, no disrespect to Tobias Harris or Kyrie Irving, but they're not a Kawhi Leonard. Right, they're not the yeah, players. Yeah, no, Well,
14: I mean, there's no. Yeah, well, there's no guarantee that they're going to get max contracts, and if they do, then those teams are foolish. I mean, to just throw out money just to get a guy so he doesn't go someplace else. I mean, you have to, you have to evaluate it. you we see this time contract? and time again in the NBA, or at least players. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, they, listen, they make mistakes way more than way way worse than giving max contracts to guys who actually are pretty pretty darn good basketball players. They wind up giving up five and six and seven million dollar contracts to guys who really can't play worth a damn.
7: Yeah.
1: (laughs) So you say that's what does them in more. Uh,
14: Yeah, that's what kills them. I mean, you know, the thing is, you've got to make the right decisions. But then again, you can't give a max contract to a guy who isn't isn't a game-changer type of player. I mean, you know, like you're talking about Tobias Harris. I mean, come on. There's no way that if I was a general manager. I mean, no disrespect to Tobias, but he's not a max player in my mind.
1: Yeah, but we've seen that there are guys that sort of get these deals, right? I mean, they're just – what I'm saying is I guess sort of – Maybe LeBron and Kawhi are sort of underpaid in some of these guys, as crazy as it sounds. Or at least in relative scale.
14: No, well, yeah, but it's just the decision of the of the teams, and you know a lot of these teams make terrible decisions. They make terrible decisions on who they draft. I mean, most to have success in pro sports and team sports, three things: who do you draft? Who do you get in free agency? Who do you trade for? You don't make the right choices as far as the personnel are concerned, you're, you're screwed. And and most teams make bad mistakes. And that's why they don't stay up at the top of the pack, you know, challenging for championships. And then you hope you get a coach that doesn't screw it up and utilizes that talent efficiently. And that's the problem is that these teams sometimes, I don't know what they're looking at. I don't know what they're thinking about. But some of the choices that they make are almost beyond comprehension to me.
2: You know, it's funny, Rick, uh, you know, all three of those things you just mentioned are going to be facing the Sixers here, uh, you know, not too shortly after they probably get bounced out here by Toronto tonight. Uh, but what do you do if you're Elton Brand and you look at Joel Embiid? He's 25 in a 85 year old body. Like, I don't like what direction do you go? Do you hand the keys to a Jimmy Butler? Who's going to be 30, 31, Who's had problems relating to younger guys? Do you give it to Joel Embiid? Who's 25 and can't stay healthy? Like what direction? do you go if you're the Sixers here?
14: Yeah, well, I mean, that's a major decision that they have to make. I mean, to me, uh, it, it's a gamble with a guy like that. They give a max contract to somebody that has those issues and those problems. So, I mean, you got to be healthy in order to be able to perform, obviously. And, you know, somebody came up with something yesterday. I was listening to one of the talking heads, and they actually said something. Well, maybe go ahead and make a trade for him. Let somebody else deal with it if they want to be foolish enough to do it. And go ahead and work and really feature and, and you know, uh, and make somebody else on your team the guy that you want to go with. You know, I mean, you talked about some people that were there. Simmons would be another guy. I mean, I, here's the thing. If I – Simmons should get a hold of my son Scooter and get him on this incredible device, a shooting sleeve, and spend a, spend a month or something with him working on this to get his shooting down. If he hmm. If he develops yeah. an outside shot, three-pointers and pull-up jumpers and everything – that guy becomes one of the great players in the league. He's an amazing talent. That's his Achilles heel right now. You know, LeBron had some issues with the shooting doing it, and look what he was able to do. I mean, you know, I made a big deal about it. It took three years for them to actually start actually talking about it, and you just look at his elbow when he first came in and see where it is now. He's still not a great shooter, but that's he's kind of like LeBron James, taller, but, you know, needs to get his shot. And so maybe you go with him and you, and you go with the other guys that you're talking about. And you go ahead and make a deal and get another good player for Embiid and let somebody else deal with the uncertainty of his health. So there's a lot of decisions to be made there.
1: Uh, what do you think of the Toronto-Philadelphia uh, matchup uh, tonight? Uh, Philadelphia, you know, there's a lot of sort of it's, – it's a lot of teams that have this aura of negativity around them. There's all these free agents all the time. The Raptors have done a nice job of blocking that out as far as Kawhi. There's not, oh, where's he going? Is he staying? Same with Gasol they are just focused on basketball. Philadelphia seems to have this external sort of pressure on them all the time, and I don't think the fans in Philly help. Actually, I think Toronto can go in there and finish them off uh, tonight. What do you think, uh, Rick?
14: Well, certainly they have the capability of doing that, especially if Kawhi plays at the level that he's playing at. I mean, he's playing almost like superhuman basketball. If you look at his numbers and what <laughs> he's done; uh, it's 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 you know it's spectacular. I mean, he's playing the best basketball of his career. And, you know, the team has responded exceptionally well, and Philadelphia has not. You know, Embiid's had his health issues. I mean, just not from the standpoint of the other major things, but just his health in general, you know, everyday health. And so he's had issues. And, and you know, people talked to me about him yesterday. I said, like, there's a kid. If they're smart with him, hire Clifford Ray to work with him this summer. Clifford Ray has taken so many big men and taken him to levels that they've never been before. He needs work. He has a lot of things he needs to learn. He rushes things in the post, and he needs a guy like Clifford who can teach him the kind of things to take his game to another level if he really wants to be a dominant player and be as great as everybody says that he is because he's inconsistent. And so you got to be a consistent player, but you also have to have more to your game than what he's got right now. There's always room to learn and improve. The moment you get to the point in your career that you think you've got it, that's the start of your downward spiral. You always have to sh- strive. To get better. Find the things that you're weakest at in the off season. You spend the time working on those skills in order to bring them up to a higher level.
2: I'm wondering, Rick, can I make the argument that maybe it's a blessing in disguise? What happened to KD last night? Because we've all been wondering, you know, wh- when does Steph Curry become Steph Curry again? When does Klay Thompson become Klay Thompson again? They've been a little inconsistent here, this playoff season. And all of a sudden KD goes down and then last night, it, that switch goes off. And then all of a sudden, even Steve Kerr said he looked at Steph Curry, and like, it was like a light bulb went off. And it, all of a sudden, his demeanor, everything changed. Can I make the argument? And obviously, nobody's as good without him as with him. But maybe this is a blessing in disguise for the Golden State Warriors not having uh, Kevin Durant on the floor right now.
14: Well, I don't know how you can ever consider having a blessing not having one of the most incredible players that the game has ever seen in Kevin Durant. Uh, The biggest problem with the Warriors is they came out and played Warriors basketball and got themselves a 20-point lead, and this is where their Achilles heel is. When they get big leads and doing stuff, they, for some reason this season, don't have the ability to stay focused and put teams away. They let teams come back. They get sloppy with the ball. They had a numerous number of stupid turnovers they wind up doing too much one-on-one and if the shots aren't dropping, then they let the other team come back and give the Rockets credit for the perseverance they had and, and, and getting themselves back in the game and actually getting a lead, you know, but it was great to see step, step, step up, but that's what great players do. You step up. I can relate to what happened in him because I, I was, I, I sucked and I was, you know, as bad or worse than he was in that game. in in the game seven and if a Western conference championship and, and finally came back in and played well in the fourth quarter and so I know what Steph was going through, and he just knew that, hey, he's already the, he's, he's going to be the goat. He had nothing to lose everything to gain by coming out there and playing well, because he was going to be the guy that they were going to put it on if they lost. So it was a great situation for him to step up. And he did that 56% of the points he was responsible for in the fourth quarter. That's an amazing statistic. And and he did what he had to do, but a blessing. No, now they got to go play in Houston without Kevin Durant. And then if they lose <laughs> that game, which more than likely that may happen, then they got to come back home and hope they can find another way to get themselves together and have an incredible performance to be able to come away with a game seven victory. So it's a tough road that they have to go down. I hate to see that happen to a great player like KD, but now that also throws a little monkey wrench in. What happens with KD? How bad is that injury? What is that going to do for him as this decision as to whether he's going to stay with the Warriors and not stay with the Warriors? I just hate to see things like that happen because you want to see a team, all teams, at their best when they play against mm. one another. That series was very entertaining, but to be honest, the Warriors played one half of good basketball so far in, f- in five games in this series. One half, mm. and that was last night. The other four games, they didn't play worth a damn, and they were lucky to be 2-2. Two and two.
1: How much has Steve Kerr had his um, – I, I, I don't expect you you know, to you know, give us behind-the-scenes stuff, it's, but how much – we always hear after at the end of these seasons, and we heard Wes say it last year. You guys have no idea what was going on in that room. And, you know, we heard it yesterday, last night from Rozier in Boston. Man, it's been BS in this room all year long. Kerr looks a little frustrated this year. Like, he's been getting frustrated – you could read his lips earlier in the year when he said, I'm so freaking sick of Draymond, <laughs> and he's getting worn out. But Draymond balled last night. It was almost like like the old days there. But when you look at Kerr, you think, man, this guy, this guy's doing his best to hold this thing together this year. Like, what's going on with this team? Is, there, is it hard to keep this thing together right now?
14: Well, it, it's hard only because this team is so good when they're playing their best basketball. As I say, it actually is too easy for them at times. Look what happened in last night's game. Right at one point they're up ten. Next thing you know, that ten point ten nothing run by the by the Rockets. And what did the Warriors go on an eighteen and nothing run? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, it, they can just do that so simply and so easily, and that's the problem. And then a the guy like Draymond, I mean, you, you, you know, you love him and you hate him at the same time because of some <laughs> of the things that he does, like that silly thing about hitting him with the leg when he got up and hitting CP three. How foolish was that at that stage of the game? And then he's got five fouls. Come on, this guy's a veteran. You have five thousand. You don't reach in to make a steal, and just for a But then he fouls. hits a massive I mean, was, three, right? Too, <laughs> and he's getting rebounds. I mean, I mean, seriously. I mean, you just don't do the kind of things. I mean, you got to be smarter than that. He's such a valuable commodity for that team, and he's got to have him out on the floor. And you know, you hurt your team when you do it. They were so lucky to get away with that victory last night. You know, I, and again, they haven't played good basketball. One half of basketball, or maybe you know. A, a one quarter and a half of really good basketball because they had that lousy stretch when they blew the 10-point lead. I, I don't, or 11-point lead. I just don't understand why it is that these guys can't stay focused like that. I mean, they're they're veteran guys. You would think that they would understand and realize what has to be done. I, who knows? I mean, if they find a way to win this series against the Houston Rockets with KD being out, then I'll tell you, then I'm going to have even more respect for them than I ever had before. And I don't understand also, I know I know that Usually Clay comes out at a certain time, but Clay was on fire. Why didn't they go to him more and leave him in right. the game and just milk him until he got cold? He came back from that and he never was the same.
7: Yeah. Mm.
1: Uh, Rick Barry with us. All right, Rick. Unfortunately, no. we got about uh, thirty-five seconds or about a minute uh, here. Quick, Denver right. Nuggets. I got fun as hell team. Uh, you like this Nugget team, Jokic, How good is this guy?
14: Oh uh, yeah, he's a pretty amazing. He looks like Baby Yue. He looks like he never spent a day in the weight room. He doesn't have competition <laughs> in his arms and all. And yet, he goes out there and he gets the job done. He's going to be he's, – he's a fun one to watch. Real quickly for all your listeners, TLC, tender loving care, TLC24.net. Fantasy.
12: That's 800-570-9631.
1: Rick Barry. He's
12: uh, he's plugging a site on the way out
16: there. Yeah, TLCRick24.com. All right. So we'll get that out there.
1: Yeah, yeah, we'll put it in the description on the... um... He didn't mention anything
16: this time, though. He didn't oh, you mention did. like get my plug in. Uh, usually he does.
1: No, no, but he was all mad after. I guess Joe. Yeah, <laughs> he, he told Shout, "Hey, get my plug."
16: <laughs> He's like, "I gave you some time, and and, and I couldn't even get my plug in." I was
1: like,
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah.
16: no. Tried like. Yeah. It was...
2: I wasn't warned. let the thing with these. All eating. right. Show's not over though. We're good. Oh, that's what I said. I said I right, yeah. tell him
1: we'll get it in. So what? Yeah. What's the damn website?
16: TLC, he was mentioning it before THC? T- TLC <laughs> okay. Barry24, You go on there TLC, can... Barry20, let me just
2: make Alright, hold on, let me hit TLC, yeah, Barry I tried,
16: I tried it, it doesn't work
2: Barry.com
16: right? like, Now he's really gonna You're pissing him off, Sean
2: Yeah, I know Yeah, it can't be reached, TLCBarry.com yeah, I, yeah. well, I
16: don't know what he was talking about, I'm, I'm gonna have him text it to me <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, tell him uh, Tell him yeah, the host, or we're interested All right. yeah. I don't want to upset Rick Barry,
2: uh, Joe You know? <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, it's like, come on, Rick. He could have started it off with oh, that. We yeah, wouldn't have had could've. a problem. Hey, you know, yeah. before I go into this, guys, I, to I told say. him we
1: got about a minute left. And then I started. He was like, hey, hey no, no," like <laughs> he
2: wanted. To I didn't get know what that. he was like, saying. Yeah, right. Exactly.
1: <laughs> I thought he was like, oh, no, I got to go. And like his wife was talking in the background or something, too. Always something, guys. You guys don't know the the behind the scenes stuff, right? With Yeah, the, uh, exactly. With our guests. Hey, Always
16: something. Rick Barry too. He said, you know, he's kind of a. He yeah, didn't like Joe's question. I don't think. He's it's kind a, of a blessing, comment. Kevin Durant. Yeah, yeah going no, I, so. I knew <laughs> Joe. Once you asked that, I was like, I
1: was like, get my popcorn. I said. <sighs>
2: Well, you know, but I hear what you're point, saying. It's so funny, though, because at the same time, he's you know, he, he's so mad about how bad they have been here over without the last. Well, the best basketball they played is when Kevin Durant was off the court. So what the <laughs> hell? Exactly. That's exactly my point. The best basketball they played was, was when he went down. Yeah. yeah, you know, I, and I said not I because obviously they're, be they're not the best a better team without him. Nobody's saying that,
1: but what, right now,
2: yeah. yeah, I never said they were better.
1: I well, just, honestly, uh, I mean, I think personally, it's almost a sign of things to come. You better get used to playing without him, staff.
2: Yeah, could be the shot in the ass they needed. Yeah, no, you're right. I, I You're right.
1: Yeah. Versus, I think there's like half a million, uh, so whatever. Shout out to everybody out there. I'm Mareczi in New York, going Aries in Miami, Florida. Um, I don't think the affiliates they don't get the uh the sports updates. Like we're cutting in and out and there's breaks here and different stuff, and but so uh, we were just during the uh the update, we were talking about the Dallas Cowboys and um you know they're 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 negotiating, they've opened up contract talks with Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott says, uh, I'm not taking any any deal, uh discount. They said, you know, will you take a little less money so you can sign some more players? And he said, no, I'm not married to a supermodel like Tom Brady is. Mm. And, you know, it was point, point taken. But at the same point in time, I don't know, man. Brady strikes me the type of guy, even if he wasn't married to Giselle, he'd do it. Because he wants to win. But that's that's
16: beside the point. Hey, um, Gabe, I have the website. Rick Barry just texted me the website. Okay. Yeah, go right. ahead. What is it? TLC24.net. Ooh. All right.
1: TLC24.net.
16: There you go.
2: It wasn't even close. <laughs>
16: yeah, thanks, Sean. There you go. Net. Net. All
1: right. TL. Uh, .net. All right. Everybody. For some reason, Fanatic24 just popped up. I didn't punch in Fanatic. Like, I don't know what the hell's going you on. You
14: did there. or did not? No,
1: I didn't. <laughs> it's a big difference between TLC24 and Fanatic. All right. Net. What was TLC24.com taken? <laughs> like, out. All right, here it is. All right, here we go. Here we go.
14: There go. Save
1: big on hotels and resorts worldwide. Receive there a $2,000 VIP travel saver card below. Click here. Rick Barry. How it works. Did you know that most online travel websites are owned by two corporate companies, Expedia and Priceline? That's right. These two companies control almost all the public online travel prices. They each claim to offer the best ticket prices when they're really profiting uh, from competing with themselves. Check out Travel and Lifestyle Club. If it's good enough for Rick Barry, it's good enough for you. TLC24.net.
12: Dad, what are you doing?
20: Cramming for college. I'm the one going to college. Yeah, but we need to figure out how we're going to pay for it all. Discover student loans. Discover does student loans? Yeah. They're one of the top student
10: loan lenders in the country.
16: It takes 15 minutes or less to apply, and there are no fees for the life of the loan. Best of
10: all, I can earn cash rewards if I get good grades. Really? Yeah. We still have time to apply and get a great rate. So I can just chill. College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really?
5: higher indeed the world's number one job site source com total visits
23: hi i'm keith urban i believe every child is entitled to a complete and inspiring education music education programs in our schools help kids learn socialize gain confidence and stay in school but they need your help to survive mr holland's opus foundation gives school music programs the instruments they need to make this opportunity available to every student who wants to play with your help
22: and I was like, oh, I'm just gonna try it. My pants are like falling off.
1: The after continues. Coach Nick will join us. Uh, we got uh, uh, Dr. Um, who, who else is joining us here? Sean, I just want to make sure. David, Chow Dr. Oh, David Dr. Chow. Dr. David Chow. Well, we had a doctor on yesterday, too. This is unbelievable. The second MD of the week. Mm. Um, we're going to ask him about Kevin Durant's uh, injury and uh, how to. Uh, what's the best way to fight hangovers. <clears> Figured. <throat> <laughs> so as long as we have a doctor in the house, right, Joe? You have any yeah. medical questions for him?
2: No, yeah, just uh, maybe we can get a weed prescription. would be great.
1: I got to be honest, too. Like, what are we going to ask him, Joe? <laughs> so, Evan Durant's injury? Yeah, he thinks so, it's, uh, it might be an a sort of diagnose it, but, like, I'm just saying it's sort of like a two, three question type deal, isn't it, Joe? Like, I'm not going to have much in-depth stuff here.
2: Yeah, it's... um. Uh... Yeah, that's going to be a tough uh, sled because it's either a grade a grade one or a grade two, and what's the recovery time? You're already better at this than me. See, so you can. You, yeah, you can. yeah. Well, I had one, so I know what uh, I know what that feels like. And there's, I, I remember the trainer saying it's one of two things. Like it's either if it's a grade one where it's a minor strain, seven to ten days, and you should be able to go back in. But if it's anything more than that, you're at least three weeks. Really,
1: it's that long. So basically. Yeah. We've all had that sort of, you know, you're walking and it feels like something like pinches in your calf or what is it? Is yeah. it like a torn it, it, something? It, what
14: it, is it?
2: It Yeah, it feels like, uh, yeah, it does. It, it hurts. Think about having like a constant charley horse in your leg. Like you're walking, but your your calf just, it, it kind of buckles up on you and you're like, damn, what the, something's something's not right in there. And usually it's just rest and ice and there's really nothing you can do. If it's mild, it's a week, a week to 10 days. But if it's any more than that, you're looking at least three, four weeks. So most you likely. Can't, you can't use it. That's the problem. The more you stand on it, the more the worse it gets. sound like the, the guy in the sunset around. It got so high, we couldn't use it. Yeah, there's nothing in. it. That's the problem. So what you're saying, no Dr. Surgery. Joe, is
1: you feel like he's probably going to be out for seven to 10 days.
2: If it's mild. Anything worse than that? I mean, this could creep up to be, you know, a three to four week thing. Absolutely. Um. Which would open there's no up. shooting this up like you can't hit this yeah, with quarter. Yeah. You know that there's no. It's not like a bag. Like all right, rough through it. Like you can't move. Like you you can't pivot. There's nothing you can do.
1: All right, so let's get into the games tonight a little bit here. Uh, Toronto Raptors, two point favorites at Philadelphia. Total two twelve and a half. I you know Philadelphia, Philadelphia similar to Boston have a lot of chemistry problems. And, you know, there's the, the old saying, you know, there's five guys in that room and they all take five limos on the way out of there. You know what I mean? You you can tell there's not a lot of chemistry on this basketball team. Like, you know, do you think Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid hang out? No. Right? Um, Jimmy Butler lived on the streets and stuff. Jimmy Butler's had an incredibly difficult life. He sees Ben Simmons, who's this spoiled brat sees Joel Embiid as sort of like a childish, like, clown-like type. Tobias Harris probably already has his plane ticket going back home and thinking, wow, this is my last day in Philadelphia. <laughs> you know what I mean? hmm Like, Brett Brown's wondering if he's still going to be the coach. There's a lot of, you know, they're one of these teams where when things go well for them, yeah, yeah, they, it sort of looks good. I don't know. I guess the best way of putting it, they're a hot chick, but there's a lot of problems that you don't know about. <laughs> you know what I mean? Big time, yeah. Like, yeah, absolutely. you see her like, oh, look at her. She's Wow, she's hot. It's like, yeah, no, dude, so there's a lot of this baggage here. <laughs> like, that's yeah. the deal with the Sixers. Cosmetically, you're like, man, they look pretty good. But once you start poking at them and you see, you you push Embiid back a bit, he goes to the bench. Mm-hmm. Ben Simmons doesn't shoot. Yeah, you know, they're sort of bullies that you start punching a bit, and suddenly they don't punch back even.
10: No, no.
2: Adversity hits, and then they run the other way. Some guys, you know, that's their uh, first responders run towards issues and yep. fires and those things, and other guys are like, "Oh no, hell no, I'm out of here." And that's basically what the Sixers have been. The minute adversity hits, they are like, "Ah, oh, no, no, we're good. I'm, I'm out. I'm out of here." Not Michael. and
1: Embiid does suddenly doesn't feel well again, right?
2: Yeah, he did feel well when he was issue.
1: dunking on the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, that couldn't do yeah. anything. He always felt good then. Yeah. Suddenly, oh, I don't know. You know, I'm just looking at his stat sheet, and I don't want to overreact because I know how difficult it is. The, hard, the, the they always say the hardest game to win is the fourth game. The, 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 the clinching game is always the hardest game to win. But I know what Philly fans are like, and they're going to turn on this team, Joe, especially if the Raptors can get out early. They're going to start with the booze. They're going to turn. You know, the Raptors have won the last two games. It seems to me, sort of like Denver against Portland, that as the series go on, you know, when you play six games, five, six games, you can sort of see who the better team is, right? Yeah. Toronto's the better team, Joe. They just need to go out and close it out tonight. They got to go do it. Avoid going to seven. I think they do. I don't think they're going to blow the Sixers out. But I think the Raptors, and you know, Kawhi didn't have a great game the other night, and it was a good thing for them that everyone else did. I can see it going back to Kawhi assassin night tonight. I yeah. think Kawhi's going to show up and put him on his back and say, you know what, I'm taking you guys now to the Eastern Conference Finals. Let's go. I think the Raptors win the game tonight.
2: There's a big difference between better team and better talent. The better team is the Toronto, uh, you know, is the Toronto Raptors. The better talent lies with the Sixers, but ultimately, that's not what wins you uh, games at this point. It's the guys. If it that was can about come talent. Together.
1: The Minnesota Timberwolves would still be playing right now.
2: Uh, exactly it. So the better team is definitely Toronto. The uh, listen, the the best thing that happened was that Kawhi did not, you know, he took a step back, and everybody else was able to gain the confidence to know that they can do it. I think that's going to go a long way throughout these playoffs is that they don't have to rely so much on Kawhi. They've got the confidence that they can do it if Kawhi, you know, heaven forbid, has 21 points in a game. Other guys can step up. Uh, The problem is that you just don't know what you're going to get from Embiid and from the Sixers. If they punch him in the mouth early, are they going to lay down like Boston did last night? I mean, listen, Milwaukee opened up, scored the eight points in that game, the first eight points in the game. The game was over at that point. You could just (laughs) tell it was over at that point. You know what happens tonight if Toronto comes out and smacks them?
1: That's the thing. Imagine if Kawhi just goes on that little a uh, little mission for five six minutes. Yeah, the place will silence. Right? It's yep. going to you know, the the place the place will shut down. Um, you know, it's a good point with the the Toronto Raptors. You brought it up earlier in the week. They embraced it. They they dug down deep. They looked in the mirror. They didn't cry. They didn't run from turmoil. They faced it. They fought through it. You know, I think the Raptors, I think the Raptor players were a little bit, because, you know, the, basically America, a lot of people don't really see this team all that much, even though they were on TV quite a lot this year. But that perception it was Kawhi and everyone else, not really fair, but it was Kawhi and everybody else for those games. Yeah. And, you know, I think that they, I think Gasol believes in himself. I think Siakam does, Kyle Lowry does, et cetera. But I think it's a good point we just stated about they know they can do it. I think more importantly, Kawhi gains trust as they go along yep. and we saw that in the game the other day where why the ball and he was like you know what boom he popped it out to Gasol Gasol hit the three a couple of minutes later Kawhi did it again you know two games ago Kawhi would have been like I'm not passing him I got to take it to the rack I got to score okay I, I, I can't screw around boom passed it you know Kawhi did a little hey you take it Siakam Siakam hit you take it Serge Serge hit they all hit shots when they got the ball and gains that trust factor with him. And it makes them more different, uh, difficult. And Barkley, you know, says a lot of crazy stuff. But he had a very good point uh, the other night. I'm a big fan of that panel. Barkley stated this is the first game that they double team Kawhi Leonard the other night. Yep. Like, you know, they, they've, they've put two guys on him, but they were adamant. They were like, whenever Kawhi Leonard gets the ball, rush him, put two guys on him. And what happened? Kawhi was like, "All right, pop, Gasol, wide open three. You know, Philly is just sort of running around right now, Joe. Like they're 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 in trouble. This team, I think yeah, six, they six. I think the Raptors beat them tonight.
2: Yeah, I, I it's just a lot of uh, a lot of finger pointing, a lot of no yeah. comment, a lot of you know. The I, Raptors have no identified word.
1: mismatches on Tobias Harris uh, and Ben Simmons. There's just it's a yeah. bad
2: matchup. And it's going to it's going to get ugly quick if they come out laying egg in the first half. That that, <laughs> oh, yeah. that crowd will t- that crowd will turn on oh, them. Philly. And no, Philly, oh no. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. You're, they, they will eat them alive, and that's going to be an even bigger issue for them. You
1: know, what's pissing me off right now. As I told you guys earlier. I like the parlay plus three fifty one. is down to plus uh, three thirty one right now. Denver oh, no. down to three and a half. Money's coming in on the nuts right now. Yeah.
10: Well, Morning after continues. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now.
21: Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California Blue goo a try call one 330 and you'll receive a one week supply of blue goo absolutely free the makers of blue goo are even paying the shipping the number again is one 330 if you want more information on blue goo visit online at www.dothegoo.com now available
11: at select big five stores near you imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you who is it the irs they want your money and guess what they can legally take it all of it if they want remember they sent you that letter that said hey you owe us a bunch of cash and we're gonna take it from you so what do you do
12: 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749 That's
1: 800-932-1749 And hey, we need to break down the Joel Embiid versus Drake feud. I don't know if I've ever been on Drake's side during a feud, but we have a first time. <laughs>
2: Oh, I know, it's terrible. Yeah, I hate really, to admit totally. that. <laughs> I know. <laughs>
1: uh, it's a possible choice. All right, <laughs> uh, we're bringing Coach Nick. Great to have Coach Nick uh, here uh, with. It's been too long, Coach, but you're a busy man. So, you know, I don't, you know, I don't like to bother you. What's up, Coach Nick?
15: Hey, you, could, you could always bother me, Gabe. It's it's no problem at all. I'm always happy to be here.
1: I appreciate that, Coach. you Always a pleasure. We had Rick Barry and you today.
15: Just, you know,
1: does, oh, it's, wow. It's, I've had him on the, the show. He's great. Yeah, yeah. I like his surliness. <laughs> I like his anger. <laughs> So uh, Toronto, Philadelphia this evening. Um, you know, Mark Jackson last week said uh, Joel Embiid has to be in a conversation for the best big man of all time, or amongst them. And I like that Jeff Van Gundy said, "Whoa, whoa, pump the brakes here." Said we're not doing this to Hakeem Olajuwon. We're not doing this to Will Chamberlain We're not going down this this road. There seems to be a lot of excuses made in the media. Like you during the game, they act like you know he just came back from Normandy Beach or something, and. Oh, you know, he's going through the coach the other night. He wakes up and he tries to do this. He tries to do that. It's like, I don't know, dude. You know, Joel Embiid, he seemed to be healthier, didn't, when he was uh, when he was trolling Jared Allen and elbowing him in the face and laughing it up. Now, suddenly, with Marcus Gasol and Serge Ibaka, he's not as healthy suddenly. And I'm not questioning that he doesn't have some issues, but what do you make of Joel Embiid and where his game is at right now, coach?
15: Yeah, I, I'll side more with uh, with Jeff Van Gundy on this one because, you know, listen, he is supremely talented, but is he more talented down low in the post than Hakeem or David Robinson? No. I think the one thing he benefits from is being able to shoot threes, which they weren't allowed to do. And I'm sure that Hakeem would have been a good three-point shooter. So, uh, right, and, you know, defensively as well, he anchors the defense. He does very well. But with his injury pass so far, he doesn't have the resume yet. He might. And you know, oh, the way he runs right now gives me great concern that he's going to continually get injured the way he shuffles. So yeah, you got to give him at least I don't know three more years of playing 70 games a season before we can really consider that.
1: What do you make of this uh, game going into tonight uh, with the Sixers and uh, and the Raptors? And what do you see from from Toronto's uh, standpoint? I brought me and Joe were just talking about this that. It seemed like uh, the, the Toronto players have earned Kawhi's trust over the last couple of games. And specifically in the last game in game five, he was passing the ball early and they were hitting their shots. And I brought it up and, and Chuck brought it up too. Like if you're if Kawhi Leonard's scoring fifty two points or forty nine points, I think the Raptors are in trouble. You know, that's not when they're at their strength. But when you look at the Raptor team, what do they have to do tonight? And what do you like or dislike about the Raps game over the last couple of nights?
15: Well, you know, I find it, isn't it amazing how well your team looks when your point guard plays better than a yep. uh, last worst point guard in the league? I mean, it's really amazing how that works. So when you see Lowry, like actually being aggressive and hitting shots, that just changes the whole complexion of the game. And the other big thing that they did, which was funny, because in a live show after they lost the last game, of the Sixers, which would have been game three. when did they lose? Yeah. Game. Yeah. Game three. Yeah. Yeah, so that's the game three. Down 2-1, I one, was yeah. so down on the Raptors. Smoked, you know, yeah. Lo- yeah, Lowry was playing like crap. Everyone was playing. It looked so bad. But someone suggested that they should put Serge Ibaka play alongside Marcus Gasol, and I was all in on that. I looked it up. They hadn't played at all in the series together. All of a sudden, the next game, they play that lineup, and because Siakam was hurt a little bit, and now with if Embiid tries to get to the basket— there is a much more resistance because uh, Ibaka can help. And he used to be at least a, a, an elite shot blocker. Changed the whole complexion of the series. I'm going to do a video on this. But Nick Nurse, it took him a little while. But putting those two guys together more and more often, and honestly, if Danny Green plays a few less minutes, I'm okay with that. Then uh, we have the Raptors in the conference finals.
2: Coach, I got to ask you, I know a lot of people, uh, you know, as Joel Embiid goes, the Sixers will go, but, you know, Simmons plays a, a really big role for this team, and and what I have seen is a is a problem. When him and Embiid are on the court, because he's got no perimeter game, Simmons, he, he almost needs the lanes opened up. He needs to be and operate in that paint, and with Embiid on the court clogging up the paint along with Ibaka and Gasol and everyone else, it kind of limits the effect of Simmons in this series because he's not going to pull up from from 10, 15 feet. He's not going to shoot a three. We already know that. He does his best when he's able to drive the lanes in the paint. He doesn't have that with Embiid on the court. Have you noticed that?
15: I do notice that a little bit, although the problem is Embiid will float to the three-point line often, and maybe in a way to open it up for Simmons, but now you got your best player who should be closer (laughs) to the basket more often floating the perimeter. So it's a weird combination. I've done videos all year long and upsetting the Sixers fans to no end because it's not hard to They do. end up limiting Simmons to a, you know, the Buck Williams role from the 80s, right? Hanging out in the weak side right. low block. And that's okay if you don't mind Simmons getting an occasional tip dunk. And maybe a tip out for another possession. But when you know what he can do in the offense, being on the high post, coming off handoffs and penetrating the middle and kicking, that's when you think this is just a waste of an amazing talent.
14: Mm.
15: Uh,
1: Coach, let's talk. uh, Who do you like tonight? Do you have a prediction tonight? Raptors, Sixers? Or is this going seven? Do you think the Raptors finish it up tonight?
15: I, I kind of, you know, I've gone back and forth. It's been a blender where I was really high in the Raptors, and I was like, "There's no way they can win," and now I'm all the way back around. I think this three-point shooting, the modern era, has really made it difficult to to figure out these series from game yeah. to game in a seven-game series. But it really just feels like um, that the Raptors have it. Uh, they, they Kawhi is just too good. Siakam seems to be fine from his injury in game four. And if that's the case, I just feel like the Sixers are just they're just not strong enough will wise to, to meet that, even though they're home. Um, you know, I could be completely wrong, but it just kind of feels this morning right now that it's the Raptors. Talk to me about the Denver Nuggets a little bit.
1: And I picked them to win the West, Coach. I drank two bottles of wine when I did it, um, but nice. I did this like two weeks ago, and I'm sticking to it. Uh, Nikolai Jokic, I don't like—I I don't think people realize how good this guy is. Uh, it's amazing watching him play. It just—he makes it look so easy for a big, sort of chunky, sort of chubby. Reminds me of the brother, Pugsley Adams, of the Adams family. <laughs> He's sort of is a chunky guy, but he gets up and down the court. He blocks shots and. He's their de facto point guard, isn't he? Coach, like he's the point guard. It's it's such a unique. There's such a unique team with Jokic with the basketball all the time at the top of the key. I love Jamal Murray's game. Millsap is balling. I like Gary Harris. They've always sort of reminded me of a West Coast, the Western like sort of Raptors in a sense. But I really like the makeup of this Nuggets team. When you're looking at the, the you're looking at this and you break it down, you do the videos. Talk to me about the Nuggets game and Jokic.
15: Yeah, I mean, Jokic is their point guard. And I thought that when they struggled earlier in the series, it was because he wasn't bringing the ball up as much. And it was it's worth charting. I might end up doing it at some point to look. What happens in possessions when he brings the ball up versus Murray or anybody else? Because even the fact of him just having the ball across half court, it's not like Curry where you can worry about the three-point shooting. It's the passing you have to yeah. worry about when Harris is out there cutting and Murray. So It's, it's such a mismatch, Coach, because if you come out to him,
1: he sees it, and he just throws like the baseball, like tough, tough, tough. He reads the court so well.
15: And if you don't come out to him, he's proven, I'll hit that three, or I can take it to the rack, no problem. Yeah. So it's almost like that Curry gravity that he has in, a, in, in an opposite way. So that's when they're at their best. And I felt like they, they got back to that in game five where, you know, the Jokic was dominating the ball more, at least bringing the ball up. And that changed the complexion. And I just feel like at this point, the Portland district doesn't have the horses really to run with them. It's funny because this is when I start looking at lineups and figuring, well, who are these guys who are really our starters in a, on a conference finals team? Uh there are a couple guys maybe on the on Portland that you'd have to say no they probably aren't but uh the the the, the Nuggets have uh you know a really good lineup and they bring Beasley off the off the, the bench and Morris or sorry Monte uh whatever his name is um anyway yeah, those Monty guys are really good Yeah Monty Morris Monte the Morse. third Thank Morris the,
1: the non-brother trying, one <laughs> okay.
15: Sorry my mind is much at this point but Marquise, uh, yeah, they come up Marcus Marquis Monty <laughs> Yes So they bring those guys off off the bench. They're energetic. They can make incredibly athletic plays. Uh, They're terrific. Now, Jamal Murray, I compared him to Luke Skywalker in The Empire Strikes Back. Not quite ready. Almost there. But next year will be his return of the Jedi. However, maybe maybe he has made enough of a jump. I'm not so sure just yet. I still see some mistakes out there, crucial times. But uh, he will get there, I think. And uh, it's just a question of if it's going to be this year somehow or next year.
2: You know, looking at this, uh, looking at this game tonight, it's backs against the wall. And for all of the talk, and, and Gabe and I have I've talked a lot about, we've used words like gutless and, and quit to describe like the <laughs> Boston Celtics and what we've wow. seen with some of these teams thus far. You, that those are words we'd never use to describe Portland. And here's Damian Lillard. They may not be the better team, but I promise you, they're going to leave it all out on the court. And what scares me about tonight is that we still haven't gotten that game from Damian Lillard here. And if he's ever going to have one of those, it's going to be tonight at home, isn't it?
15: Yeah, what's fascinating to me was that Kyrie, Steph, and Dame all shot 25% from three in this round so far. Almost exactly the same percentage. So, yes, there is a detonation game we're expecting from Damian Lillard without question. The guy has proven over and over again how clutchy he can be. So, yeah, you're right. By the way, he could get hot for two games in a row, and that would be it for Denver, in theory, right? He could just do that. Right. Uh, it, I don't know what's going on with him. He looked, He was missing free throws. Last night, yeah. uh, and he just looked on his face, subdued. I don't know if it was the altitude or what, but he could not get it going for more than a few possessions at a time. So being back home in Portland will probably be a big lift for them. That crowd is insane. I would expect this to go seven games without question, and I hope it does because, man, it's been a great series. Uh,
1: Denver yeah. uh, Denver was in a situation, and they were unable to close San Antonio out. So they've been down this road before. I don't like looking ahead here, Coach, but holy crap, could you imagine Kawhi Leonard versus the Greek Freak uh, coming
15: up? Oh, yeah. Well, it's going to be a fascinating series. You know, the the Bucks were lucky in a sense. Not lucky, but I'm doing a video right now for the Athletic t- for today I believe where I show that the only way they won that series against the Celtics was in transition because their half-court offense was really bad when they let the the uh, Celtics defense set up and take them away from what they want to do uh, they were they they would have been the equivalent of a 29th ranked uh, points per possession team in the regular season but they destroyed them in the transition speaking of gutless heartless you know the Celtics really did not display enough uh, intensity and energy to get back on defense so that's going to be the real question because because uh, I don't think they're going to be able to score in transition as easy against the Raptors, and then we're going to find out whether this Budenholzer's pace and space thing that they, they were her- like her- what her- I'm did so well in the regular season <laughs> will that even work?
1: We got to get out of here, Coach. Catch B-ball breakdown. Check out Coach over at the athletic as well.
8: andro400.com.
4: Are you, or someone you love, one of the nearly one million Americans living with Parkinson's disease? There is no known cure, but you have the power to help change that by participating in a clinical trial. The Michael J. Fox Foundation will help get you started. Visit michaeljfox.org forward slash participant pack to download the new Parkinson's trial participant pack. It's free and available right now. That's michaeljfox.org forward slash participant pack. Visit today.
1: All right, morning. After continuous fantasy sports radio and television networks, iHeartRadio, sports byline, and all of our affiliates and everything else in between, we appreciate uh, whatever medium you're joining us on. Been a fun show. Uh, we've been very basketball centric uh, today. Hall of Famer, uh, Rick Barry. And uh, from what you wonder, we uh, we understand now, uh, Joe, it's all good with Rick. He really liked my read.
2: Oh, good. All right, good. Yeah, yeah. We go. And we posted the site and everything, so I think we we did good.
1: Uh, what do you tell shot? He goes, Yeah, tell the guys to take advantage of the deals over there.
16: Yes, he did. He texted me that. Yeah. Oh,
1: that's that's a right, TLC24.net, uh, Rick Barry. Very mm-hmm. crazy. You get like a Rick Barry player's card too, or something like that. Um, yeah, Rick Barry's with us, uh, Coach Nick, uh, but now we get serious. No uh, no stone uh, goes unturned uh, here on the program. And uh, uh, one of the best uh, you know, best medical minds in sports uh, joins us. Dr. Uh, David Chow joins us on the program. Good morning, uh, doctor. Thanks for joining us this morning.
22: Good morning. Thanks for having me. And I, I'm sorry I forgot, like, I could have done Skype and more video, but you're actually catching me in the car, so All I right.
1: apologize. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. Uh, we'll do it down uh, down the road on Skype, uh, Doc. So let's get into business now. And uh, Joe played uh, baseball. Uh, I just watch sports. Uh, but all, all kidding aside, Joe was talking about the different, uh, you know, the different uh, levels or stages, so to speak, of what potentially Kevin Durant could have. And it's always tough, you know, to, to – obviously, I don't need to tell you to to evaluate someone that you don't see, but – You've been around long enough to do the old eyeball uh, check here. What did you see with KD last night, Doc?
22: Yeah, thanks for pointing that out. Obviously, if I had examined KD or knew some inside information with HIPAA laws, I wouldn't be able to talk about it. But evaluating from an insider knowledge perspective, I have, still have significant worry related to Kevin Durant. I mean, obviously, the best-case scenario is some sort of mild calf strain or popliteus tendon injury behind the calf. But even with that, he's not going to play Game 6, which Coach Steve Kerr has essentially admitted to Tim Kawakami. But if there is a Game 7, he's not going to play Game 7 either. Uh, That's kind of in the best-case scenario. In the worst-case scenario, there are some signs of this injury, which still has me somewhat worried about an Achilles issue, um, even though the team has said calf. And, um, you know, you never want to... Uh, You know, I'm looking at it from afar, but I'm trying to judge off of video and mechanism of injury, etc. And uh, I hope to be wrong and you never want to go up against Woj, who has basically said it's not an Achilles. I mean, there's no better than him. But, you know, the video still has me with some concern.
1: Listen, when it comes to a trade rumor, I'll go with Woj. When it comes to medical advice, Doc, I'm going with you. All right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and they should, you know, Dyer, It should be noted too that the the actual Achilles and the calf they're they're connected, right? It's not like they're two separate things. It, it you know, it that's why I think maybe you're a little concerned too that the Achilles could be in play here.
22: Yeah, I I detail it on my Twitter timeline, and I actually did get a San Diego Union-Tribune article up. And if you look at the article off of my Twitter handle, ProFootballDoc, you'll see my reasoning and logic of what I'm seeing and why it makes me worried for Achilles. Uh, Look, it's not the first time a team has said shoulder and it ends up being a torn pack. It's not the first time a team and has said calf, and it turns out to be an Achilles. Now, I hope to, gosh, I'm wrong, because I want to see the Warriors healthy, and I want to see them win or lose healthy, right, either way. But, uh, you know, I, I think any way you look at it, they're going to be without KD for a period of time, and hopefully for his sake going forward, it's not an Achilles, because if it were I mean, it's going to impact next season as well as this season, given the date of the injury.
1: Not to mention, oh, yeah, by the way, he happens to be a free agent, and you can read the article over at the San Diego Tribune, uh, very, very detailed uh, stuff uh, over uh, over there. So let me ask you, Coach, about Joel Embiid, which, you know, it seems like every day, okay, he's got a cold. He's got upper respiratory repress- uh, repress- mm-hmm. uh, issues. Well. Um, you know, maybe it's food poisoning. Maybe it's this. Maybe it's that. Oh, my knee! Is he really like? Is this? Is he sort of? Should we look at him and go, "Wow, this guy's really heroic that he's he's shown up and somehow to fight through this"? Or, you know, you know, Shaquille O'Neal says, "Listen, nobody's ever going to be 100% in sports. You got to suck it up a little bit." I sort of said sarcastically that, you know what, he didn't seem to be so sick when he was elbowing a worse team in the Brooklyn Nets in the face last week. He seemed to be laughing and having a good time. I know stuff changes, but what do you see when you see Joel Embiid? Does he really have, like, serious issues?
22: Well, there's no question he's had a significant injury history, even in college and coming in first with the uh, Sixers, right? He's had the back issue and then the foot issue and now the knee issue. So he's had his, his history of uh, injuries along the process here. And in terms of the current issue, it's said to be tendonitis, but what is it? You know, uh, look, I'm not mad at the Sixers. I mean, I worked with professional teams, and they rarely came completely clean uh, with what the injuries were. <laughs> and all i say about Joel Embiid is that uh, he clearly has a knee issue, and he was seen and has been seen using a brace on the knee. And the brace that I have seen him with some of the time is called a medial unloader brace and it's used for arthritis to relieve pressure in one area of the knee. I'm not saying he has degenerative knee and arthritis where he's going to need a knee replacement and his career is done. I'm saying he has some issue, obviously, where he has used that brace, and that common use of that brace is some sort of way to relieve pressure on one part of the knee commonly used for some form of arthritis. He may have a very mild form that he's going to play through and be fine with. But that has got to be a little bit of the long-term worry.
2: Especially and, for you such know, a young guy. Yeah, yeah, 25. What's it going to be like at 28, heaven forbid? Um, in a doctor, best-case scenario, I know we fear Achilles for Kevin Durant, which would be, you know, just terrible. However... If it is just a mild sprain, you know, you, you had mentioned you're not exactly confident. Forget about this series, even possibly next. I mean, what is the what is the best case scenario? Is there something they can do arthroscopically? Can they can they laser it or can do you just have to rest and hope for the best if it's a mild uh, calf strain?
22: Well, the first thing is to get the firm diagnosis. Is it really the calf? Hopefully, hopefully they've already truly ruled out Achilles because it is a pretty easy exam. Uh, To do uh, in the locker room, and hopefully it really is ruled out. That would be the best news. Then you'd be left with: is it a calf muscle strain uh, slash tear, and what grade, what level, how much of it? Or is it a plantaris rupture? There's a small muscle slash tendon deep in the calf, plantaris that it could be as well if it's a plantaris it's just a matter of symptoms if it's uh, the calf muscle it's a matter of controlling the swelling if it's a if it's a significant calf strain there's, he won't be back this playoffs. If it's a moderate calf strain, he's unlikely to be back for the playoffs. At this point in time, if I were a Warriors fan, and certainly a fan of all athletes and sports, if you told me he'll be back in time for the NBA Finals, if I were the Warriors, I would say, take it. Take that. That's a good outcome at this point in time. Um, Who's the better so chance? I mean, Him or Bogey
2: Cosby? Boogie Cousins had, of course, you know, they're saying he's practicing, he could be back before the end of it. I mean, who who do you think? We're talking, uh, you know, we're, we're talking a leg injury there. We're talking a calf. Who do you think's got the better chance of being back on the court?
22: Well, whenever you talk about return to play, it's multifactorial, right? There's the medical component it's there's the team component and then there's the player component i always call it it's like the uh, you know congress the president the supreme court for a lot of pass, for a guy to return to play it has to be a three-way agreement if medical says no the player's not playing if mm-hmm. the player says i don't feel i'm ready he's not playing if the team says no you're not ready or there's a better choice out there you're not playing uh, etc so It is a little bit hard to predict because it's multifactorial. Every one of those parties has, quote, veto power on returning to play. But in terms of the injury itself, um, you know, at this point, if you had a choice of who returns to play first, um, I think the number one uh, option is neither for these playoffs. But, uh, you know, if it's a Plantaris, I'd say it's Kevin Durant if it is a calf muscle it might be Boogie Cousins but mm-hmm. you know you also have to factor in 50% of Kevin Durant he's probably playing 50% of DeMarcus cousins. He's probably not playing because he hasn't played most of the season, et cetera, et cetera. Now, if Kevin Durant plays, can he just post up out, out in three point land and let the ball come through Steph Curry? Yeah, maybe. So with that, maybe he can come back sooner. But if you're talking about come back at a hundred percent, I think the chances of KD doing that for these playoffs are not super great.
1: Wow, Dr. David Chow with us. Fascinating stuff, man. I could listen to you guys, uh, and you talk about this uh, this all morning long, but we got to get going, doctor. I was just going to say, man, like, um, you know, there's bad things that happen to people around the world on a daily basis, so everything is all relative. But, man, Jason Pierre-Paul, this poor dude, right? I mean, from the fireworks now to, to uh-huh, this, yeah. like, to this. So is his career really in jeopardy? I see you think, you know, there's mm-hmm. a potential – He could be back in in four months or so.
22: Yeah, you know, believe it or not, I'm glad you're asking about JPP because listening to myself talk about KD and DeMarcus Cousins makes me seem like I'm a glass half empty pessimistic guy in doom
1: and gloom. <laughs> oh, no, I like the reality <laughs> of it. We're gambling men, yeah. sir. I like the honesty. <laughs> exactly.
22: <laughs> Look, uh, from a gambling perspective, if you were following my Twitter, you should have gotten the odds on Houston before they changed. <laughs> but that's a whole other story. <laughs> but, but in any case, uh, JPP perspective, here's here's the deal. there's no video for me to study so I, I I don't know what happened. I don't know what kind of spine fracture, but here's what we know if and I'm gonna date myself here if if I'm playing Quincy medical examiner oh, right love it. I mean
1: uh, Jack Clugman, come on pieces
22: I, of, and, 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 yeah and, and I have to credit Bill Simmons for that on his podcast he called me Quincy, so I stole that from Bill Simmons, <laughs> so do credit there but but in any case um he got in a car accident. And now he has some sort of neck fracture, but he wasn't even hospitalized. He wasn't kept overnight in the hospital. If this is a significant neck fracture, that was essentially a blunder by the hospital to let him out. So I have to think, a major blunder, I have to think that this is a fairly minor crack, whether it's a disc herniation, a chip fracture, uh, you know, a non-displaced fracture, And with that in mind, I think he has a chance to return. If he even had fusion surgery, uh, Tom Pelissaro has quoted quoted and said sources have said a five- to six-month timeline. I think that's correct, but there's a possibility we've had players do it in four. So all I'm saying is for an injury of this magnitude at this time of season, yes, it's at his neck. A, it's not, shouldn't be career ending. People return from a single-level fusion all the time. B, if it costs him time, he's got time to come back before the end of the season. I'm not saying he's going to for sure be there week one, but I think it's premature to write him off for the season.
1: Uh, Doctor, hmm. thank you so much for taking the time to be with us. And as we stated, guys, I write a column over at um, uh, the San Diego um, the tri- Tribune. I just had the link uh, here to it. Uh, You can read all all the stuff about uh, Kevin Durant and more. And a great Twitter follow, man. I mean, he answers your questions about all athletes and all different uh, sports over at Pro Football. Doc, thanks for the time, Doc.
2: Joe, what do you got? Uh, I'm more trapper for John M.D., but that's me, man. (laughs)
12: That's 800-984-4207
6: Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel Now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online
12: rating. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. Hey,
14: travelers.
12: That's
1: 855-325-1780. Joe looks up to me and Rich. We're sitting in the studio here, like we do a college football Saturday morning show. Sitting here, and Joe looks over, he goes, Gabe, you ever seen that uh, that new Batman porn parody movie? I was like, no, I haven't, Joe. And he says to me, he goes, uh, goes, You know, I really don't understand the script. <laughs> and he goes, the, the ending didn't make sense. He's talking to me like it's a normal movie. <laughs> <laughs> He's asking for some and then clarification And he looks over to Rich. Here. He goes, Rich, have you seen the movie? He goes, mm. I don't understand how they ended the story like that. Because, you know, and mm. uh, me and Rich sort of look at each other. <laughs> like,. <laughs> Joe Lisi might be like the one guy who reads Playboy for the uh, the articles, and Joe watches porn for the the storyline. Mm-hmm. Like Joe Lisi was disappointed in the Batman storyline, so I Wasn't finally well sort read. of like told him. Like, mm mm-hmm. <laughs> Looked up, I said, Joe, like, there is no storyline. <laughs> yeah. He said, there
2: it's is. The, no, whole, the whole point, there Joe. is. Like, <laughs> just call Batman, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. The screenwriting, not good. I the like book get was on. much better. This isn't the
1: type of thing you can cold call someone about. No, 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 it's not. Yeah, be, How dare you call me about porn? I told you that during a break. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone knows Joe She's a pervert. Is it a big secret? No. Like, Can we get the picture up? Oh, you guys <laughs> we used yeah. to put a picture up all the time of them. <laughs> yeah, thank you, guys. All right, so uh, here's some sports-themed uh, movies here. Oh, all right. And one of my favorite movies of all time, and I'm not just saying this, but one of my favorite movies of all time is White Man Can't Jump. Great oh, movie. It's a great funny movie. It's a great sort of that buddy movie. It's a great sports movie. And it's a great gambling movie. Like, that movie really, really just sort of embodies the loser, degenerate gambler, in <laughs> which... Like, the the Rosie, uh, the Rosie Perez line, sometimes when you lose, you really win. Sometimes when you win, you really lose. <laughs> he goes, I don't know what the hell that means. Like, I don't know
2: want- <laughs> what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's just a great, and he loses mm-hmm. all the money trying to dunk. It's like, like mm-hmm. are you kidding me, bro? Like, are you kidding me? But uh, it's a good movie, but not as good as its counterpart,